0: hot topics you want to discuss recording live in studio here's nick and matt
1: wow welcome to episode 165 oh we lost the audio kind of quick there but that's okay so everybody in the chat what's up you can see it's intern ben it's me and it's an honor yeah it's me your camera's pointing a little uh, high. Yeah, I,
2: I literally was trying to fix it as you are talking. Go. We got
1: it. And then I just took a random sip of this Izzy in front of me, and it's cherry lime. And no lie, I've never had this flavor. It's, oh, I can't say it's my favorite yet, but maybe I'll get let into me, it. Let
2: me get a live taste test. Oh, you
1: got one too of that? It tastes like a...
2: Like a lime ricky. That's basically ah, what it is. It almost tastes
1: like a cola.
2: Yeah, it's like a healthier version of wow. like Wow.
1: All right. Anyways. Uh, this episode 165 presented by cosmic disc golf you can always check them out at their website cosmic dg or on their their social media Um, they have a lot going on in fact i have paragraphs to read but i'm just going to give you the highlights here um cosmic sponsored three rounds of glow at maple hill last weekend that's always incredible i had that experience there they're they're providing cosmic vibes vibes i should say And then Marshall Street Disc Golf, carrying Cosmic Disc Golf Disc and merch. So you can actually go to Marshall Street as well and get their Cosmic stuff. Whenever you see Cosmic, put it on. The brand is really cool, and it's uh, something that we're a part of. I'm surprised right now none of us are wearing what every episode we have something on, but they're really cool. Um, So there you go. Lastly, they have a tournament tentatively scheduled in three more states. So remember, reach out to them. Get your tournament schedule, get paid to be a TD. We have a very special guest in studio. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Everybody, Simon Lazat in studio. There he is. Got the jams. Simon, you've been in the studios for the last two
0: hours talking. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe not full two hours, but what's going
0: on? Uh, Good. I feel all warmed up, which is rare for a podcast for me, which is, I feel like, (laughs) I feel excited now that I can keep talking, which is crazy. Not really my style. But no, I just did, uh, for the greatest media team, the disc golf coverage of the Jeffrey Cranson. Did I get that name right? Cranson, Yep. You got it. Um, The memorial event at Meadowbrook Orchards, which we played about two weeks ago-ish. Um, so look out on the greatest media team YouTube channel for that coverage to drop we have the final round with me in it and I get to do commentary for the first time in a long time so that was fun I love Meadowbrook
1: We'll, we'll talk about some of this as far as like uh, commentary goes and all that. I just want to give Ben a quick inside scoop because we set this up a little yeah, different tonight because yeah. Nick's not here if you couldn't tell. I didn't even say he's that's missing. That's why
2: I'm up. So Nick,
1: yeah, exactly. that's why ben, we just kicked Nick out. That's why Nick I'm out. here. Ben's in, I mean, Nick's in the air flying and Evan, I understand he's on some vacation. Colorado, some sort. yeah.
2: Enjoy Evan.
1: Yeah, enjoy. Shout out to the both of them. They help us hold down the show, but not tonight. Uh, ben, myself, and then, you know, no, none other but Simon. But he's listed as a guest, though. So if okay. you go to guest, see, go. boom.
2: Yeah, I tried pulling you up full screen.
1: He's acting like Pulled you were you Stat off. Mando, but you ain't no Stat Mando. All right. So what do you think? How many people are going to tune in on Wednesday to the CBS Sports version of the Disc Golf Pro Tour? They're doing an edited version, a one-hour segment. And the last time... It wasn't on, well, it's been on CBS Sports once before, twice before. It's been on ESPN. The last time I watched something post-produced that was on TV was actually really good. They tried to tell stories and give you the emotions. They did player interviews, and then would go to the play on the course kind of a thing. I thought it was really well done. I'm interested to see. Do you have any inside scoops? Have you seen anything on this? Are you a part of it? You're probably going to make your, your appearance. No, maybe not.
0: I I have no inside scoop, unfortunately. I wish uh, I did. But I don't even have T V at home. So I don't know how I can I can watch it. Is there a way to watch it? You don't it do streaming
1: TV? on demand services?
0: No. YouTube TV? Hulu no, TV? No. Wow. <laughs> T V is uh out YouTube. of YouTube. What is what's the word? T V is like out of style. Out of style.
2: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, YouTube TV and and the streaming services are really the... How do you so watch common thing? Yeah, really it expensive? is, but how do you
1: watch, like, darts? It's just YouTube Live, like it's a YouTube live stream?
0: No, the, I have an uh, app called The Zone. Uh, that's TV on demand. Oh, okay. The Zone, it streams uh, snooker and darts. Okay, cool. And some boxing stuff. It's ma- mainly, I think, a fighting app, but... That's cool that's TV on demand. I,
1: I, it's hard to say. Right. I mean, yeah. are we TV right now? Live streaming I
2: it's, there TV per se? Cause I think it's just a streaming platform, but, but I, I guess I get what he's saying.
1: I'm just saying Hulu TV, right. Or YouTube TV. I think when you have advertisements right inside that get actually embedded that aren't like YouTube ads, then it turns into TV. They're like, you have to watch three minutes of ads. That's TV. Otherwise it's I like a stream. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a streaming service. There you go. Got that out of the way. Um, we've seen you on other another podcast platform recently. Talked about Matty O's four-year extension with West Side. Our audience probably knows all about it and has listened to maybe even that podcast, but also the announcement for that. That was cool. Uh, well done, and I think that's he deserved it. And so four four more years uh, with West Side is West Side bigger than they appear? Like, what's your perspective on that, Ben or, uh, or or Simon? But Ben, you're here today.
2: I don't know. It's hard. I think. I think out of all or what was trilogy, I know it's House of Discs now. Westside was kind of like the lesser of the brands, in my opinion, wasn't as prominent. They had the heart, but nothing really else. So honestly, I was surprised to see Matty O signing in after a big win. I thought he was going to go bigger and better to a to a different company. Whoa,
1: bigger and better. Maybe they offered like, him a world. Y-
2: yeah, but I-, I meant bigger and better as in like say Discraft, where their marketing's like. Impeccable. I wasn't okay. expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. um West Side disc, to be honest. Well,
1: what were you expecting?
2: Uh I I could see I could have seen him go into this craft. I could have seen him go into um MVP. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you about go. MVP. And he could've, but I don't know. I feel like he doesn't fit. Is the there MVP room size. for more over there? That's I wanted. Interesting.
0: And not that it's my decision, yeah. or that I've really much yeah. say, but being on a team with Matteo, I think, is a a benefit for everyone. Hundred percent. I think his uh, value, his uh, stock value, definitely went up this year. Obviously, um, he's an old school guy with the new school game kind of, and he's just a joy to watch, fun to play with. And I like the move, to be honest, to stay on the quote unquote smaller brand. I mean, I did that a while with Discmania. Now, Discmania is obviously not a small brand True. anymore, but yeah. there's something cool and fun and beneficial about being on a team where you're where you're the star
2: correct <laughs> i mean there's true. nothing wrong
0: with that i understand his move and maybe <sighs> who knows they probably had long talks about what their plans are for the next four years what their future plans are what the future holds for west side discs west side is probably bigger than we think that's what i'm long. asking yeah and also they might have plans to like ramp stuff up in the next couple of years they have some phenomenal molds Kevin Jones used to be Westside, for example. I remember David Falberg back in the day was already throwing Westside discs.
1: I'm all for it. That was one of my um, first, not not like my first, first discs, but like in my first couple of years, Westside made it into my bag. I was throwing the King and the Sword. I think that was two of them. But anyways, yeah, they've been around a while. That's a good point. And I think four years sounds like the right Number Depends on the deal, I guess. Like, if he felt like, I'm just speaking out here, we know that at a certain age, you're not at your prime. Doesn't mean you won't perform, but you're already, like, not at the prime. So, like, if he's like, I might be done in, like, my prime, and I'm not going to play as good as I did this year, like, in his mind, he's like, I'm just going to lock in four years. And hopefully it's a win for both of them. I'm sure it is, or else they wouldn't have agreed to it. How about... This one, how many people have heard about this because the PDGA was posting on it mainly, the Professional Disc Golf Association. They hosted the World Flying Disc Federation, the WFDF, which is all things Frisbee. And they posted about Pan American Team Disc Golf Championship. I'm not here to make fun of it, but it's not well known. And when something with the World Flying Disc Federation happens, everybody in the disc golf world is confused. There are two worlds of Frisbee. Professional disc golf is about disc golf only. The whiff diff, if you will, WFDF is all things Frisbee. So they are, they dabble in disc golf. With that being said, they had a tournament that kind of was, I, I my understanding is wasn't falling apart, but kind of because of the uh, International Disc Golf Center's tree issue at WR Jackson. It was going to be hosted there and then it was oh, like no. it, yeah, a couple months out from this big tournament plan for WFDF here. They're like we got to find something else. So they moved it. To Canada. No.
0: South, uh, Carolina. <clears throat> South Langley Carolina. Langley
1: Pond. Yeah, or something. Some pond. Yes.
0: Oh, Langley. That is South Carolina just next to Augusta. That's right. Okay. So you Langley. know, you know you've played uh, there? I'm so annoyed. I just remember seeing a photo of <laughs> well thomas gilbert yes. and team yep, canada people, of yes. course and langley used to be a course i played really? outside of vancouver canada
1: oh my goodness so
0: my brain just instantly thought wow this was in canada wow but then i also saw the photos and was like those guys aren't <laughs> dressed like canada it looked like too warm <laughs> too so nice. i should have connected the dots it's probably not canada you that's,
2: are correct with langley pondo yeah that is where they played
1: so that's amazing uh in, in a different way like I've traveled around a fair amount, but I've only hit, like, the big the big ones. You've traveled around a lot, and you've hit, like, so many in, incredibly, maybe small, I don't even know Langley Pond. It must be nice. Both Canada and South Carolina. It was a South Carolina? Yeah. Yep. Um, But I bring this up because it's not, like, publicized is in the disc golf world well, but because the PDGA hosted it, like, here, come, we'll host it because we're disc golf. They promoted it like as it was unfolding. My understanding is there was only 3 countries represented. Um US, Canada, and Mexico, I believe. Colombia. <clears throat> oh, thank
2: you. Yeah. Colombia. Colombia.
1: Yeah. Oh, Mexico I think had to pull out. It was one of these things where they were either sick or injured or whatever it was, they're like we have to bail. So there was going to be more, but then the change and Long story short, it kind of got dwindled down to this small three countries. My understanding is a few, four people or whatever it is on each team kind of thing. Canada came out strong. U.S. came out firing the second round, and it's match play and doubles. It sounds a lot like New England team challenge that we do here. Extremely fun team format. So U.S. pulls ahead by a few strokes in round two, and then, spoiler alert, Canada takes it down in the final round, shooting decent or good enough, obviously, to make their way back. All that being said, have you ever done anything outside of PDGA, Simon, like for competition?
0: Yeah, I've done uh, overall world championships. You have? Yes. And back in Sweden. Wow. What? If I had to guess the year, I think 2013 would be my guess. So about 10 years ago. Exactly. ten years Holy ago. cow, wow, dude. That's good math. Um, <laughs> and I did the distance. I did throw run catch where I did I win throw run catch. I think I might have. <laughs> And then I did MTA, of course, um, which means maximum time aloft, where you kind of throw it up in the air and try to have it as long, however, as possible, and then catch it with one hand again. Love those disciplines. And then they had disc golf as well. The overall world championships where I. Th- I definitely didn't win. I don't remember who won. I didn't play well. Avery might have won. Dude, I don't know. I was there with Greg bring Marta, back. um, Who is one of my German Frisbee idols disc mania guy as well for a long time and avery jenkins came too and i also did the the distance contest i think avery won no he didn't win
1: really we'll just call him up
0: (laughs) i did not throw good shots in the distance finals i made it to the finals (laughs) and then threw terrible shots i don't remember who won did you do discathon
1: discathon have you ever done that i i do you Do know, that, you know what, know that is what it in is. The obstacle course. I, like, I,
0: I think I got sick final day and I missed oh. something. Ah,
1: man! Like those are crazy.
0: Yeah, discathon is really cool.
1: So, I have been hyped on this, and I was talking to John Kirkland out at USDGC. I met him and got a round in with him, like the original frisbee guys, right? Uh, and I always talk to people, even around the area, we've got people who are low PDGA numbers back in the Frisbee freestyle and all that. And I always go, what would it take to bring an overall, like to here to Massachusetts? I think like, maybe it's something that I would have to try to organize, but like extremely cool to your point, all the disciplines of disc. Very neat. Um, would you do it if we had an overall? (laughs)
0: Um I kind of wish I could with my elbow situation right now on my throw cone. Don't do those be.
1: disciplines. Discathon.
0: Yeah. Discathon I could do. <laughs> we'll make a team. Well, discathon is just basically like you go from one goal to the next, and you, you just the, have to get creative with shots and just run behind your disc and keep <laughs> going, keep going until you're done.
1: Yeah, you don't have to follow the path, but your disc does. That's how I understand it.
0: Okay. Yes. Something like
1: right. that. Uh, anyway, so that got off topic there. But Pan American Team Disc Golf Championship—it has plans to be bigger and better. Of course, that's that's not the 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 what big does line. what does
0: Pan American mean?
1: It has to do with the area, right? If I had to look it up and ask Siri, I think it has to do with um, the area that people came from. Probably, let's look relating
2: it relating to or representing or involving all countries of North and South America. Okay,
0: I did. Okay, I so didn't define bo- it fully, but that's yeah. So they only had three countries at the end of it. That's sad.
2: Well, they did have some notable people like Thomas Gilbert, Johnny McRae, Emily Beach, Leah Sinajini. These are all touring players you've all probably heard. Other than that, I'm not too familiar. And then Columbia, um, their highest rated player was 902. But shout out to them for coming out and representing their country. I mean, that's incredible to compete.
1: That's the point is I think it's so cool. But part of me looks at it and goes, is that the best the country can represent for Canada, for the U.S., for Colombia? And I don't know the players from Colombia. I didn't research. But, like, I would say, like, not a chance that that was U.S.'s best team. No. So it feels like it, like, undervalues it. Like, you look at um, President's Cup or whatever we do, right, in Europe. And like you kind of still you feel like that's pretty legit as far as like a country's representation. So like in disc golf, is it because it's the World Flying Disc Federation? It probably is. People are in their off season. Like it's not that big of a deal to yeah. me. So maybe they have to put loads of money on yeah that it ha- to get it's people. It's money
2: and prestige. I think that'll, yeah. that would bring a lot more people. Once,
0: once we make prestige. the Olympics, we'll have proper teams.
2: Yeah. Or just yes. exactly. I think that's the solution. Just yes. have the Olympics and then. Yeah. Simon, if the, Olymp-
1: if the Olympics were getting picked, like for the- four years from now, and they had to pick the team now, it's four be? years away, but f- like now, and they have to do a team of five MPO, five FPO, or however they do it. I'm assuming it'd be something like four with like a s- someone, yeah, yeah, yeah someone yeah. on reserve. Do you make that team? Like in my head, I I have to look. I'm on the team course. Germany.
0: Reminder, <laughs> you. Oh, but, oh, because I you guess. can't choose U.S. You no, could you a, choose
2: Canada though?
0: I think technically yes. Okay, but, but I would, you would choose Germany. Germany? Yeah,
2: if you, but you, yeah, if you were, um, you would have made the U.S.A. I would have said yes. I was <laughs> he like, laughs. I, of, I was like, of course. But yeah, of course, you're gonna. I don't make, think I would
0: obviously. make the cut because you would need like a formula four years from now. So you would need to wow. like. Wow, th- that's what I'm saying. You would need to like multiply your world ranking right now with your age or something, that's and then what get I'm your saying. formula down on... How good of a prospect you'll be in four years?
2: That's kind of where my question it. was going, I think Ben. You still, I think you still in have four the, years, loss In four bets. years, we're replacing bets.
1: You know, we don't hold back on the show. Simon's out. No.
2: I mean, Matty O, out. he just won. He, what, he was like, He's like 36. <laughs> Matty O's out. Yeah, Matty O's out. But I'm just saying for you, four years from now, that you're mad. Four out. years from
1: now, and I'm, I'm betting a little bit here, but I'm picking Gannon Burr right now as one of the four. Cole. As one of the, you're pretty confident. in Four years, he's the guy, and yeah, it's isn't in a top like 20? four. Twenty?
0: He's nineteen or he's something. 19, like yeah, three. he's
1: young. So like in four years, he'll be one of our top four
0: best. I, I can't imagine them going backwards. So then Isaac, Isaac Robinson,
1: Rob, yeah, also. Okay, so there's three. Do we have to go? Like, is Ricky? Calvin, you're saying you're out. Calvin Ricky? has
0: a couple years. Yeah. I think he's a couple of years behind me. So he'd be the old time. guy at be at the, the Olympics. There. Team captain, old, old guy.
1: And then and reserve. Eagle. Oh, yeah. Eagle would be in, I would assume, assuming a solid top five. he comes out. Yeah. FPO, even in four years, you got to imagine it's Kristen's in there. You got to imagine yes. that.
2: It's Eliezer. I've, yeah, see, that's oh, a, like that's that. a good one. Yeah. For distance. She'd smashing by.
1: <laughs> True. If it's like a discipline Olympics, like it's like we test a lot of things then you, you know my take still team is different. that
0: in four years from now finland's taking over so it's probably four ideally it would be four girls we haven't heard of yet why
1: am i getting so hyped about the idea of actual good countries going together you're putting a team germany and like we have actually oh, we we're talking
0: about team america sorry i messed up again
1: yeah i'm just exactly i'm just saying every country not every country a lot of countries would be able to present pretty strong in the future i would hope Kyle
0: it, Klein. The, good point.
1: It, the chat. Yeah, and how cool Maybe. would that be? We've talked about Olympics forever. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Whatever. I'm just talking about the excitement of good teams going head to head. That's all.
0: Is there a way I can stop this chair It's There's from probably a the
1: lever. Chair? You just got to sit up and find <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't sit over. That's Nick's chair.
0: Oh, I found it. Okay, there
3: you
1: go. So, okay. we have a game... Uh, oh, by the way, we didn't say this, but Simon's here for another 40-ish minutes or so. He's not staying the full time. We're not doing that to him, and he's not doing it to his wife.
0: <laughs> or you just do an hour podcast, and you're done. Go to bed. I've
1: thought about it. I said, man, we could just be like, oh, this is the nicest vacation ever. But we're getting really close to that. We're going to tease it out right now a little bit. In December, we're going to be pretty sparse on shows. Like, we might not have them. So we're kind of just trying to finish out here some sponsor obligations, et cetera, all that stuff. But we'll Let's get play there. a game. You want to jump to the game right Let's now? Let's go. Right now. I'm ready for a game. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So, who said it? That's the name of this game. Who said it? Your name is up there. Mm. The way this is going to work is just for fun. Of course. There's nothing actually on the line. What I'm going to do is read something that was specifically posted somewhere on the internet. It's not actually an audible. uh, I didn't take any audio clips here or anything. I'm just going to read to you what was posted. It could be current, it could be old, it doesn't matter. It's just something that they have said or posted online. I need you to tell me who you think it is out of this list that is on the screen. And for those listening audio, our options are Paul Macbeth, Ricky Waisaki, Nico LaCastro, Kristen Tatar, Simon Lazat, Paige Pierce, Drew Gibson, and that Smith is not Ali, it is Brody. Evan. Yeah, it's not Evan either. So what we're going to do, I will read it out. You tell me who you think it is, and then we're going to reveal who it is. And they'll be taken away from the list. Okay. okay. Here we go. Simple as this. All right. Pickleball is blowing up. Who wants to go in and buy a team with me? Do, does anybody on this list stand out to you as wanting to buy a pickleball team? Or at yes. least having
2: posted Mcbeth, that. Macbeth. I'd say. This I can be he, pretty he quick. Play, say he it plays, out loud. You guys are playing oh, together. Oh, we're just going back. And yep, f- oh, go we're ahead. a team. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, as we're a team. a team. Okay. There
0: you go. It rings the bell for Ricky for me.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Ricky too, because it's something he would say. But Macbeth And
0: I also plays. know he loves, loves pickleball. Okay. And I've right. seen him play like competitions and stuff. Oh, let's go, Ricky. Have you played pickleball yet? I've played at a local putting league here in West Boylston. They have, <laughs> me too. They play on a pickleball court, basically. So after we're done putting, we sometimes... Bring out yeah. the nets and the paddles. Do you call it paddles? Yeah, I think so. I
2: played Casey. Rackets that or paddles. That was my only time I played Casey after
0: putting. That was did it? really fun. I was
1: just going to ask you, did it kind of feel like, ooh, if I wasn't into disc golf, I'd probably pick this up?
0: I don't think I would pick it up. Okay. But it's one of those things you can like pick up at any time and just do it once and then not for a month and then do it. It's, it's always going to be fun. It's kind of like badminton, which is kind of fun, but you like never do it.
1: <laughs> we should do another list of those types of things. But is it always doubles? Like you always have a second person, or is it single? I
0: think yes. Okay, uh,
1: I, I don't, I don't know. even know. I've I never it, done I it. I
0: think it could be. Sing- I, I've I only really seen know. it in teams. Yeah. Okay,
1: but I think I'm probably could wrong. So who would buy this? Who would buy a pickleball team or at least post it about it? Ricky, we see the chat coming. in. I'm going to go Ricky, yet. but.
0: Yeah. It sounds more like something Paul would write. Uh, The wording sounds more like Paul, but I'm going to say Ricky.
1: Let's see. I'm going to hit the chime. it will highlight it and take it off the list for us. All right, cool. Wysocki was the correct answer. You got one for one here. All right, number two. This was what was uh, written. No knock on the course. It's fun. When you think elite series finale, fun shouldn't be the only descriptive word. That's a hot take is all I'll say.
0: I mean, I, it has to be one guy on the list.
2: <laughs> has to be. Uh, yeah. Are you where, saying, where are you leaving? Oh, wait.
0: No, there's two. <laughs> That's all I was saying. There's two polarizing
2: figures. I feel like Gib- my, I was going to say Gibson or Lacastro would say.
0: Brody it. Smith. You think Brody would say? Brody it? could totally say something like this, but Pro Tour If you want me to say it again. There. He wasn't in it. And That's I can tell point.
1: you when this was posted. September 21st, 2021. So yeah, two years
2: Gibson. ago. Gibson. So he definitely wasn't in it.
1: No knock on the course. It's fun. When you think Elite Series Finale, where was the Elite? Where was this? Uh, I'm assuming Elite Series Finale is the Pro Tour finale. It's Drew Gibson.
2: Yeah. Where was it in
1: 2021? The Hornet's Nest? Yes. Is that considered a fun track, but not Elite?
0: I mean... You don't want to say it. It's all subjective. (laughs) Didn't you just play in your
2: last vlog? Was that Hornet's Nest? I did. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, different layout. You know, Pro Tour always messes with uh, the layout. <laughs> no
2: Island. I saw that. That was sad.
0: Um, I think it was Gibson. Someone's guessing you. <laughs> I'm laughing. But like Gibson, didn't go. Gibson go off that year? No, that was, I think there? that was a year later. Okay, you okay, okay. It. No, it was not a year later. That was that year. He did
2: go off. That's tough then, because why would he complain if he's going? But did Nico make it?
0: You ready?
1: No. It's true, Gibson. We can talk about right. Let's it. Let's go with G- it's true, Gibson. Let's Gibson. Go Gibson. Here is the answer. Make oh! That. Paul McBeth coming out. <laughs> that is swinging. a winging ball. Interesting. I uh, thought Paul. I thought Paul. that was back when you, obviously the previous two, you actually sat out rounds if you had buys and I bet coming in felt like this is fun, but I'm frustrated. There must've been something frustrating because I think his next post, if I looked correctly, was like, um, all these, Post about humble pie or accurate because I was throwing like a clown or something. So like, I don't think he was having his best rounds. And so that might've been part of what, the, where this came from. But,
2: all right, we're one for two. That's all. That's okay.
1: All right. Well, he's off the list now. You can see your list shrinking. This should get easier for you.
2: I'm excited for Simon's quote. Here we go. <laughs> see if you can remember. <laughs> Here
1: it is. Life's been confusing, challenging, and honestly difficult at times. Disc golf is my main focus, driving passion. And I've
2: worked very hard at it for a very long time. Uh, it sounds.
0: Nico like, Castro. You
2: think I was gonna go Paige Pierce because I know she's been kind of mentioning that on and off of just like taking like her own space. Can you
0: read stuff. the first sentence again? Just the first sentence.
1: Life's been confusing, challenging, and honestly
3: difficult at times. Oh wait, Tatar. It's Tatar. Okay.
0: No, it's not Tatar. It Tatar? <laughs> I think it's Pierce. I, I kind of remember reading that from Kristen.
1: Like, I'm letting see. the chat get some in here.
2: That makes sense, though.
1: A lot of pages coming up, but one LeCastro is one of the first.
0: But a lot of pages. Tatar
2: might be homesick when saying that, so that might make sense. I but think Gio- it was
0: during an injury, maybe. These are all public
1: posts, so you probably yeah. read it at some point.
0: I'm pretty sure I read this from Kristen. I have like a vague memory. And if I'm wrong, go, go you, back you to can your, choose the next one. Go, go, okay. back to, go back to your first
2: guest. Deep Pierce. in your heart. Piers? Oh, Locastro. Le- your, your first guess. Wait, what?
1: It was Nico. Dude, in your gut, when you Doesn't heard count. that, immediately you said Lo, Nico <laughs> Locastro." Like, you knew it. And then you convinced yourself right after. That's so
0: painful.
1: (laughs) That's good. But, like, I was surprised, and I'm doing this as a test here. Like, Simon knows these people, man. He's touring with them for a while. Here we go. Yeah, he's on the ball. This one. It starts out like this. Simon Lazat, Simon Line video is at over 100,000 views in 13 hours. He's becoming the king of disc golf winning events and creating content to grow his brand in the sport way to go
2: that simon definitely said that about himself <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i game.
0: actually know who said this so i'm gonna step back all and right, let ben right. guess
2: uh brody smith would be my guess that's wrong oh wait no gibson gibson hypes up people he hypes up you it's gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna go see. gibson there we go. Drew Gibson. Let's go, Drew. Shout out. <laughs> I, I remember he does hype up. He likes to hype up people.
1: This should get easier, I would imagine. We're down to four options on the screen.
0: Yeah, now this is going to be too easy. Next game.
1: <laughs> here we go. Yeah, we don't need to know what they said. All right, here he goes. As you know by now, I've picked up Winter Swimming. Many of you may think this is super weird <laughs> and strange hobby, but I really like it and have to say this has gained popularity.
0: Kristen. Yeah, let's go, Chris. That was recent too. That was like three weeks ago. That post.
1: Kristen Tatar. Accurate. Yep. Uh, Ricky's all in there, all hyped up. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Love the ice bath. Yeah,
0: she posted a photo of like being like on ice. Yeah. With like a hole in the ice to go swimming.
2: Winter swimming as in not indoors. Built different. Oh, like on the lake. No, in the frozen water. Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: like dunk, like <laughs> swim under the ice. Like maybe. Wim Hof
2: method type stuff. I was thinking she just swam in the winter. That's incredible. Have you ever incredible.
1: done an ice bath? Okay. Have you ever gone in an or icy plunge? lake? I have not either.
0: The coldest water I've ever been in, there's two. The waterfall in Vermont, right next to Smuggler's Notch. Bingham Falls. Bingham Falls. Yeah. That place is freezing. <laughs> it is. And Can't then attest. I think it's called the Clackamas River. That runs through Milo MacGyver in Oregon. I think it's like the downwash from so like cold. Mount Hood, like the big mountains out there with they always have snow, it seems like. It hurts. <laughs> I don't like the pain. Does it I don't feel recommend. good after though? It, no, not to me.
1: It hurts. <laughs> so New England water, and it's not as cold as the river waters off the of mountains. I've done that in like New Hampshire, so it's not as cold. But when you get into the ocean. North Shore of Boston area. If you've ever done it, it's it's in the 40s probably, and your legs start to ache at that temperature. And if you can get yourself through that, like I don't know how many minutes it is, they go like numb feeling, and now you can enjoy yourself. <laughs> you've never stayed in the river water that long, and <laughs> otherwise, I was just at, uh, they would stop hurting.
2: I was just at Yosemite, and I jumped in this lake that it, it was like on top of a mountain, and it was beautiful. But was it hot? It was freezing. Oh, it was freezing. But I jumped in the lake because, like, you know, why not? I can say I did it. I'll see if I can pull it up somewhere. <laughs> don't,
1: like, some of our um, state uh, state parks or federal parks, like, don't they have those, like, hot steam? Have you ever been in one of those, Simon? Those hot, steamy water areas, like hot natural screens, hot I have. Springs? in Puerto Rico. Listen to this guy. He's, oh, so man. there's
2: one. So when, whenever you go back to Puerto Rico, because I know you will, there's one sort of sort of near San Juan it's uh probably an hour away why would you ever
0: want to go to hot springs in
2: Puerto Rico I went in April so it was a little a little but I don't know just say you're in a hot spring but it does feel nice I I can't attest
0: the whole ocean felt like a hot spring to me when I was there
2: (laughs) that's true you gotta swim
1: deep to get to that cool water at the top it's like bath water yeah all right, uh, hopefully everyone's loving this awesome content tonight. We're just chilling out in this off-season. Um, let's, let's get through this game here, and we'll finish up with some more topics not around this game. All right, here we go. Lazat. <laughs> Reading these disc golf tweets are getting me pumped. Not I'm seriously debating seeing how good I can
0: get.
2: Yeah. What do you mean good, as in...
0: I'm going to give a hint. It's not me because I don't read tweets. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever
2: read a tweet in my life. Brody had a show called debate or still does. I guess they rebranded it. How good I can
0: get reading these. Can you read it one more time?
1: Reading these disc golf tweets are getting me pumped. I'm seriously debating seeing how good I can get.
0: What? Debating? (laughs) Well, you know, when you read some like. I don't want to say hate, but like some tweets that are like not for you. Got it. Yeah, yeah, And that like pumps you up and to like prove everyone wrong. Uh, that's it. something Brody would obviously do because he's a Twitter.
1: I do not Twitter know the guy. context around this. That could be. I feel like it's
2: a curveball, though. I feel like mm. you're trying to push me towards Brody. The
1: options left are Lizotte, Pierce, or Brody. Simon said it's not him. Oh, you don't see the list?
2: No, I do. I do. I do. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking. I think it's Pierce because I could hear I Pierce. Think, saying I think this.
0: Brody's too obvious. But why would Paige say. How good I can get.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, does that makes sense. Bro. Brody, right, is yeah, it's Brody, it's Brody, Brody. it's Brody's Brody. Here we we go. Go. You're right, you're right, you're right. Ching, Brody Smith. I got to stop playing the game like
0: that. Just How movies. long does it take you to make graphics like this? Simon. Too long, right?
1: I'm getting better at it. I okay. will say this is all from scratch. There's not like a software that says, like, put a button here. So, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Like, I, I know a bit of tricky. editing. That and means a lot. <laughs> to do it live is another animal too Wow,
0: that's impressive.
1: I appreciate that Simon all right. We need him on the show more often just to just text us good things
2: Dude, I'd, I'd have Simon on the show every week. our numbers would go through the roof, but he do has do you a remember life. we did um
1: <laughs> during vlogmas we did that like Simon says like three or four episodes. do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that, and that kid that's kept where i found found out
0: podcasting is not my thing. <laughs> Are, can
2: you we guys. expect it this year or is it no go for it? Oh, no, no, no. Right. So,
1: inside scoop after the show, Simon goes, I, I don't like live. Like, I hate it. <laughs> it's like horrible. I think
0: I could do live if I have a co host. Okay.
1: Well, what we're doing now isn't horrible. I hope you feel casual.
0: Yeah, this is this is (laughs) okay. Yeah, but we're we're like three guys here, like just talking. (laughs) That's so much easier than trying to run a show by yourself.
1: Okay, it's to be fair, I did not need to be on that episode. But yes, you were doing 100 percent talking by yourself for 30 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah,
0: I I either need either either. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Like I need a lot of practice and I think I might get good at it. Or I just need to not do it. That's my two options.
1: <laughs> I told you I'd set up a studio for you. Like we could get you set up so you just sit down and click go. That'd be nice. You could do that any night you want.
0: I still think I want to co host, and maybe down the road after my touring career. There you go. I'll have a, a more unfiltered podcast where I don't Ooh, have to tell all. That would be an incredible <laughs> tell all Simon all. says all. There's a lot to be said.
2: That'd be an incredible podcast.
0: Yeah, so- I think it would be interesting and Kind of needed a bit,
2: yeah, you're like, gonna
0: have to pull out like a
1: journal to make that
2: like really to go back exposing, way far and be like but like you know not it's not exposing is not the word, but no, like, I, yeah, it the life be. on tour, like the pros, cons, like what's bad like the bad stuff that no one sees, you know Ooh. I think that's
0: interesting because everyone's and like, the good stuff no one sees yeah, yeah
1: true <laughs> all right. Oh. this is down to Simon
3: and Paige. Left is our options. here we go um. Someone, what
1: are your favorite kind of trophies? Me, in parentheses, a little tipsy, first place ones. So ultimately, it's saying, what are your favorite kind of trophies? And the answer is first place ones.
2: Me a little tipsy?
1: Yes, as in they're saying, me, this is my response, parentheses, little tipsy, first place ones. So someone said, (laughs) what are your favorite kind of trophies? And they said, my answer is a little tipsy. First place ones. Trying to get a
2: read off Simon. <laughs> it's,
1: tr- that's, it's true. It's between Simon
0: and Pierce. Either he doesn't remember. I would never say anything <laughs> like that.
2: That's, that's what I'm
0: thinking. Like, you that's wouldn't I'm say I'm a little tipsy. But
2: he's trying to get a read off of you. <laughs> a little, like, you wouldn't
0: Parentheses. a little tipsy. That, I didn't even think about that part. I mean,
1: everybody's, <laughs> it, everyone's either Simon or Paige in the comments. Of course, it's one of them. All
0: right, we'll go Page. Well, yeah, I'm like... First place trophies are my least favorite trophies. My favorite ones are second. <laughs> Participation. Obviously.
1: I got a trophy over here for you, second place. All right. Let's get this one out of the way. The answer is Paige
2: Pierce. A little tipsy.
1: Yeah. I mean, she posted it. That was back in 2019, so four years ago. She likes first place trophies.
0: Do you still need a Simon quote now or no?
1: Yep. We got one yeah. for you. Oh, really? Yep. Here we go. And I, can g-
0: I guess the year.
1: Sure. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you a little bit surrounding okay. what, it, what it was going on. So this was the post. Uh, and it was in Twitter. Got my first sidearm ace today. Was pretty excited about it. Smiley face. Well, actually, this is not Twitter. It was Instagram, but posted to Twitter. So it was like a shared post.
0: Yeah, back when I did that. So
1: when you go to Instagram, it shows yeah. you the, the video.
0: I remember exactly. Because was my first sidearm Ace. It's a monumental Can moment you of actually my
1: life. guess the year? Yes.
0: Come on. 17.
1: 2016. Oh, darn.
0: 17. 2015.
1: <laughs> you went in the right direction.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> it was 2015. Wait,
0: 2014? 2015 was with Jamie. And 2016 was with Eric Oakley. I'm pretty sure I did that with Eric Oakley. It
1: was posted September 10th, 2015.
0: Wow. So I was wrong. But you were close. Yeah. I was at the IDGC at the Steady Ed Memorial Course. You remember the shot? The water hole. Yeah. And I run into the lake right after it goes in.
1: (laughs) I was going to ask you, did you get your shirt off running into that lake?
0: No, it stayed on. <laughs> That's
1: right. You're like it's I not coming off. I tried to it off,
0: and it it was just stuck to me because I was probably so sweaty it wouldn't come off. <laughs> That's funny. I gotta see that. Because yeah,
1: right. we were in yeah, we were in Georgia in September.
0: <clears throat> it's warm.
1: Who was filming for you? I don't remember if that shows up in the video.
0: Eric Oakley, I could swear. It was okay, Eric
1: I don't know if that showed up or not. I just remember seeing it from the vantage of someone holding a phone or camera.
0: But I I think I toured with Eric 2016, not 2015. So maybe it wasn't Eric, and I'm it all mixed up. posted in the future, <laughs> or the past. I maybe it was Jamie Thomas who was filming. Spin TV.
1: I gotta get that one off the screen. It's driving me nuts. Boom, Lizot gone. But so, um, you can pull this back down. Now the game's over. But tell me...
2: Oh, nice.
1: It's because you <laughs> never threw Sidearm? Like, is that why that was your first in 2015? Because we saw you as a, a younger kid on YouTube. You... Like you could throw backhand really well and hit aces, but that was just eight years ago. Your first sidearm ace is
0: oh, that, that that was my pre ace time. Oh, okay, well, I've aced, of course, but um, my real acing career started in like with the trick shots a bit later on, like 2018, when I started the vlog channel. That's that's when acing became more the thing that I would like doing.
1: Did you actually get good at acing because you practiced trying to ace? Because that's a different type of throw. I would say yes. Because if you're saying that was before then, and then I just started doing trick shots and now I can just do them.
0: Yeah, I think if you practice something, you'll get better at it eventually. So I think, <laughs> yes, I'm pretty good at getting aces, but...
1: Your recent vlogs kind of show it too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it still takes too many tries sometimes. Um <laughs> yeah. In the Casey vlog that we did last week, I was a first shot ace that was, was in a round. Yeah. I've one of thrown the better aces hole. I've hit this year. So I was Man, and a hole I've never played before. That was really cool. And if you haven't watched that, check out the mustache battle on Casey White's <laughs> YouTube.
2: And a vlog, Vlogmas last year, I think, you hit like three aces in a row. Three videos in a row, right? Or or you just hit like three incredible aces. One was at Buff. One was had at- so many aces. My last
0: Vlogmas is two years ago, so it's been a while. Okay, maybe really it wasn't Vlogmas,
2: but I remember you hit wow. one at the General with Casey, one at Buff, and you hit like one more. Oh, that's was, right. Where it was like. That you was just, last year, but was that wasn't Vlogmas. Okay, okay, yeah. That yeah. was
0: one of my last videos. Those where my last videos leading up to me switching to MVP. Correct. Yeah, and I, I just got aces over and Incredible, over. Incredible, yeah. With the P1 Ace. P1X,
2: yep. Um. So I guess. My follow up question to that is like the better I get into golf, the more I start to hit band and metal, and it's cool. But you're like on another level of me. So, how often are you actually acing where it's casual, like in, in practice rounds? Is it, is it often, even when the cameras are off, is it pretty often where you're just like, oh, whatever? Or is it.
0: I don't think I ever ace off camera. <laughs> really? Oh. Okay. I'm so programmed to my vlog that I don't want to ace, I, I don't want to waste. Any luck or aces okay. off camera.
1: Yeah. So a follow-up question to that, because I like where that's going. How many rounds of disc golf do you play that are not tour, like practicing, like actual practice or competition? Um, how many rounds do you actually play off of camera that are just like, I am out not here enough. having fun?
0: Not enough. Every time I do it, it feels like so nice
1: is it in the back of your head like I could be making content well the problem
0: is that I'm so busy with stuff Yeah, tour of course and then child at home and of course I have a relationship with my wife which you try to keep up with if you can Um, I have a bunch of other stuff going on with sponsor obligations and People wanting me to come on their podcast. Hey, to be fair, like you
1: reached out to us. I'm just throwing it out there. That's you true. said, let me on the podcast. And I said, right. oh, fine, I guess we'll have to let you.
0: Um But yes, no, you do so have people I feel reach out. Like yeah. With the role I'm playing in disc golf, I feel like almost obligated to that when I have the time yeah. mm-hmm. to go play disc golf that's not tour related. Gotta show the people. I gotta bring the I gotta bring the camera. Yeah. Because it's not worth it to yeah. not do it because yeah we all know how youtube works if you're if you kind of let it die it dies and i've been stretching the limit of not (laughs) posting i think for as much as i can yes and no
1: you're not okay you're obviously not 25 million 50 million subscribers strong like some of the biggest but some of these people invest so much in each video that they do that they stretch it out over a month of waiting so are you going that you're going that you're probably going that long sometimes
0: yeah, I think like two months is the longest I've ever okay. I've ever went in five years, which f- feels like forever. Cause you know when you get in like to a groove with filming yourself and talking to cameras and I don't want to say like perform, but at the end of the day, kind of it is a bit of a show and performance.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That if you don't do it all the time, it really feels like you're it's not really like riding a bike where it just feels like natural always. Like you really gotta like get, get back into that zone of Talking to a camera and... Yeah, performing in a way, I guess. Yeah, so when I go play without a camera... I would say it happens less than ten times a year. Maybe closer to five times a year. Really? But every time it happens, I'm just... It feels so nice. It's so nice to just it's go legit, throw. It's legit, just, yeah. No pressure, just throw. Pure casual fun. But even when I do that, you still have your freaking phone in your pocket. And you're like, Instagram, maybe we should do an Instagram post today. That my sponsors would be happy. Maybe oh this is a cool hole let's try to ace this on my phone at least. So it's never truly off camera so, unfortunately. But That's the world we live in, right? Yeah.
2: I'll tell you this, I think I think that's part of the reason why obviously you're a great player but why you've been so successful. Like as a I guess entrepreneur and branding, you have to post on YouTube and grind. do all that. And you have to grind and that's that's why I think one of the major reasons MVP Give that contract. If you won four, four uh, elite series and you didn't have as much big of a branding that you've built up over the years, it'd be a different contract. But since you can just sell, 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 and that's a testament to your grind—just posting, posting, branding—and that's why everyone loves you. Like, dude, I'll read your comments sometimes. You're the only person in the world that gets zero hate, and it makes no I sense. I don't know about zero.
1: One percent. <laughs>
2: Like the <laughs> vlogs that I'm featured in, I'll I've read got- it and it's like, Simon, so cool. I love Simon. Yeah, like, this guy's incredible. It is Holy a very high, per-
1: it is a very high percentage one way. That's incredible. Yeah. You- but
2: yeah, that, I think you've gotten to where you've gone just branding wise because yeah, that, that's what it takes. Um, uh, you just got to brand yourself. And uh you know, post.
1: Intern Ben is grinding right now. I'll That's what I'm that. trying to. We got to yeah. see Talking about
2: stretching the limits. I haven't posted a YouTube video. In someone doing a podcast. Now, so.
1: Someone doing a podcast in eight years is going to bring up a post from Ben when he aced at Maple Hill recently.
2: You see that Simon when I aced? Your glitch ace? No, uh, hole too white.
0: I just posted on Instagram.
2: He took
1: the I hyzer over yet. the trees.
0: I feel like I'm so busy recently. I like never look at my phone. It's, okay. it's kind of nice. <clears throat> and when I look at my phone it's like for a purpose so I don't yeah. like just scroll sometimes when I lay in bed at night I'll, I'll scroll for a minute before going to sleep but I miss that and I'm excited to watch it later when I'm in bed it's
1: crazy there and Ben go. does this whole like I Benergy, Benergy. <laughs> it's like
0: That's the perfect bed entertainment,
1: right? Literally, he's like wild running around. Thank you, stranger. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some kids, guys, like clapping. I'm like, thank you, God, stranger.
0: Two white is a sick ace, too. Dude, it was. Well, why don't you pull it up right here? You probably can Probably, uh, I think actually, this, I'll this pull podcast it. needs an ace. Yeah, hold on.
1: I'll pull so, it up on my phone.
0: An ace always upgrades the content. It's like a sequel, so I posted like a video
2: like six videos mm-hmm. ago of me is. hitting off the band. Ben, this. go
0: full screen on me.
2: On you?
1: Yeah, because I'm going to literally just hold it. So
2: then here. this is the update.
1: Oh, where's the audio?
2: You got to tap the screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my goodness! I did it! Yes, thank you, thank you, kind stranger. I did it.
0: Finally. Is that phone on a gimbal? No. Oh, Why no. is it so smooth?
2: It's my phone. Let's go. Wait, play. Yeah, let's see the ace. We didn't get this. You, you won't you be okay.
1: I'm gonna bring it in because you're gonna kind of see it here. You won't hear it, but you'll actually see it. Ching oh, right
2: you went over the top, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> sick. <I> was, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh,
0: my goodness. But anyways, that is So, yeah, I posted a video
2: five videos ago, me hitting off the top. So, that's why I said I finally, that's why I was so hyped because I posted. <laughs> I finally did it. I finally did it.
0: I want that a shot of the day, please.
2: All right, I'll send that to you. Please. I for I forgot for the views. That
0: All right. reaction is slightly over the top, but kind of funny. Exactly,
2: Dude. Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. Here's you gotta the understand, you first gotta of understand.
1: all, I'll speak for him. This is Ben, though, like it is not fabricated or him trying to be over the top, it doesn't mean that it isn't, but it's just literally outrageous, and that's why we love him.
2: Well, okay. yeah, when I got that glitch, ace, it was the same thing. You could, I don't know if you heard my roar because you were playing like a few holes ahead of me, but no,
1: we did freaking out, and I was like, Everybody, Ben just aced,
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: so and I threw in. Uh, and i threw in uh the world's first time last throw i threw threw in for Eagles. so i've been on a lucky run like i don't know it's been it's been incredible i hope it you get better i mean going. luckier the better you get there's yeah, a
0: great quote if luck becomes the norm you call it skill
1: Hmm.
2: i am the ace master
0: there you go nah.
1: so when he beats me now it's luck but as it happens more often it's skill
3: it's It's
1: starting to happen more often. Okay, unique training setups. I found this video online. I'm going to show it again here on screen, just like I did a second ago. No audio. This is kind of interesting. I'm going to try to set it up so when you see the video, it makes sense. This is a javelin thrower, okay? That's what he does. It's Olympics or whatever. He does javelin throwing. They launch these heavy rods. I was, after watching this video, can you go full screen, man? Yeah, sorry. So he throws this weight up the slide and grabs it. And then he throws it up the slide again, right? And then they're just showing him do his javelin throwing. I'll go back one more time, just for those who might have missed it on screen here. All right. So he grabs this weight on a slide, and he's, like, at a 45-degree angle, slides up to his, like, roof of his garage or whatever. And it's this weight-throwing mechanism, and it made me start to think... Maybe it's a little outrageous, but like a sliding rail in front of a disc golfer with a weight, maybe it's inclined a little bit, but the weight is there. So you can actually get this throwing motion and practice your explosiveness. As someone who doesn't throw far, I'm like, what else can I do? Is there a pill for me? <laughs> right? Like it's thinking this repetition of throwing maybe with weights. I was thinking, is there anything that anybody has seen? I've seen like stretchy stuff on like door bands and like discs. You're like, saying the- for disc golf. Yeah. Okay. for Yeah. Bring it into disc golf. Like, Pro-pull, <laughs> that's
0: the that's stretchy what he's thing. Saying, yeah, that's what he's talking
1: about. <clears throat> well, Pro-pull, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I'm speaking truth right now, but I remember when I was doing workouts more seriously and talking to professionals, re- rehab stuff, and basic, basic training stuff, is that athletes don't do their athletic motion that they do all the time with extra weight because that is counterproductive. So I would be surprised if that javelin thing is actually weight.
1: <laughs> oh, it's true. Someone said, well, he's, someone said they aren't that heavy. I don't know if they mean the javelins or that machine. But I think, I I think that machine. machine
0: is the exact weight of the javelin. Oh, it's that, just
1: giving him repetition. Yes. Mm. Dang, because From what lie. I've
0: heard is doing your motion with more weight is not good. I could be wrong in speaking lies here, but that's what I <laughs> heard from pros. And I'm pretty sure I remember it right. Which is why you don't see disc golfers or in any sport they do like we don't throw heavier discs for to throw further to practice because science shows that it doesn't help. What
1: well, about like baseball? Like so that's a little different because they're not letting go of that that tool; they're holding on to it. But they will throw weights on the end of that bat, and so that way when they're swinging. I've, I'm assuming, I'm not a baseball professional, but when they take them off, it allows them to get a faster swing because they're like ready yeah, to...
2: I can I can speak on that because I've played <clears throat> baseball. I don't know, Simon, I'm sure you played baseball. Too.
1: Dylan Cease level? No, I've never played
0: baseball.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm German.
0: <laughs> Fun so, fact.
2: So, I'm not sure if it, it makes you swing faster. It just makes the bat, since you're going from heavy bat to your regular bat, feel way lighter, which... It feels like you're swinging fast. It feels like it's a bat, and then it becomes like a fly swatter because you put on that heavy, heavy, and then you go back to the regular.
1: I would have to believe that you are swinging faster. So in in it makes sense.
0: I might be remembering this wrong, but guys, we can cut this all out if I'm no, no. What you're saying makes sense. Yeah.
1: So if I go from a 172 driver down to a Blizzard in Innova, if I go to a Blizzard plastic 115, and I try throwing and hitting the same lines, granted, maybe if I had perfect technique, it wouldn't mess it up. But without that perfect technique, I feel like my timing comes out because I'm swinging faster.
0: I think the key is that when it comes to real timing things, like throwing a disc, your timing has to be perfect. Then the weighted training would mess you up. But when it comes to just power, like hitting a baseball, that might be beneficial in that case. How about
1: darts? Let's just increase the weight
0: of a dart, (laughs) then go to light ones. wildly unnecessary. Well, yeah, exactly. uh, you guys, I don't
2: know if you you probably remember the gateway when they came out with like a training putter where it was like the yeah, brick the brick, Yeah. Where it was like, I don't know how many grams, 200. but yeah, so let's say 200 grams. That didn't help anyone. It what, makes what it does worse. All of your putts go over the <laughs> yeah, basket. Yeah. <laughs> what does that help? And if you're th- trying to throw it, I'm sure you get, it's a lot more. We should do a video. Probably more when you're like really trying to whip something that you're not really used to. We should do a video where you take
1: 10 putts with a 200 gram putter. And then immediately we give you like regular weight. Dude, putters. it would
2: fly. It's, a same, it's right the same. It's the same thing with the back. It just like it's like after you work out and then try and shoot a basketball. It's just like your arms are just numb and you just can't do it.
1: All right, uh, as we get closer to uh, Simon's appearance ending on the show, is there anything that stands out in the chat here?
2: Um, There's a super chat.
1: You
0: yeah, call super chats.
2: We can. We'll do it if we're yeah. nice. Oh, dry- I'm actually interested, intrigued about what he's saying. Drive bags.
1: So I actually have a bag of drive bags right over there. Thank you to them for uh, giving them to me at USDGC. And the shout out here is actually telling you I enjoy the product. Sponsored and by a
0: weight system for disc company. Yeah.
2: One of our team what members. What does that mean? Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm intrigued by. What does that mean, drive bags? I, w- I would like some more uh, intel on that.
1: Oh, one of our team members. In-
2: and thanks for the
1: $5 super chat. <laughs> in Charleston is sponsored by a weight system for disc company.
2: It clamps on the disc. Is that beneficial?
1: Interesting.
2: (laughs) Or is that more gimmicky?
1: In all seriousness, we have tech disc and we're going to be doing a review and it's a long project. Like we're actually, I'm seeing if I can throw farther over the course of six months based off of work and technique and using tech disc to help me. It'd be interesting now to add into that, throw heavy disc for a while and see if throwing a heavy disc Increases like the numbers for me. Oh, I guess guess maybe
2: if you're like doing it slow, not trying to do your full rip, maybe it does kind of like the bat where you're throwing it. That it when you get a lightweight disc, it makes it feel like this is 150 grams. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. We We don't know. know, I guess we're not that. We call (laughs) it.
1: Who knows? Seth Muncie? I don't know. He would know.
0: Can I say something non-disc golf related? Anything you want. Topic. Keep going. No, no. Yeah, we're moving on. This is something that's been bothering me. I don't know why this randomly uh, jumped in my head. But, you know, I fly a lot yep. and I always get a window seat and I'm almost always like glued to my window, just looking out the window over the clouds, landscapes, everything from above just looks freaking crazy. Airplanes are freaking crazy. Yeah. Insane. And I feel like people, I mean, I look around the airplane, like everyone has their blinds down. No one's looking at the window. <laughs> no the one's talking off, about it. Yeah how insane the views are from an airplane. But people will hike six hours up a mountain for the view. Mm -hmm. They will go to these special places where you can get a cool view of whatever. And all these famous lookout spots, they will go up the elevator to a skyscraper to get a cool view. But no one's talking about the amazing view you get from an airplane. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why isn't it more of a thing where people say, Have you ever looked out of the window of an airplane how insane it looks when you, like, just crest over those clouds and you see, like, this pillow of cauliflower clouds and you're just, like...
1: Dude, I posted a reel Especially if you take off
0: or land during, like, sunrise or sunset.
1: (laughs) That scared me. What was that? That was Ben's excitement, though. Dude, I posted a reel. It's unbelievable.
0: Like, every time I fly, I look out the window and I'm like... This is unbelievable. Yeah,
2: me no, I agree. I, I'd I'd say I'd say the reason that is is because it's kind of like when you get your first your first license. You're like, driving is incredible. I want to drive all day. And then now it's kind of like driving just a nece- necessity. Like you had to drive to get here. You weren't looking forward to driving, but you had to get <laughs> so I, I'm sure a lot of people on that plane either are nervous and anxious about it or it's just like not doesn't mean much to them. They've done it a million times, and you're 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 just uh I guess uh, you're um I guess romanticizing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, my point is, if you
0: you're the next time you're on a plane and you have a window seat, freaking watch look it. out okay, the window. Here, go
1: full screen and check this
0: and appreciate. Oh,
1: oh, oh no, I don't want to be demonetized. I gotta turn this down.
0: I like that song.
1: I know it makes this better. So but look, do. this is me looking out the window, Simon literally of my flight i was like it's so cool it's
0: literally insane
1: wait i was doing the like
0: humans thing. should not see that ever why is it so blown out right now it looks basically horrible. we're but not I'm meant you. to see this i'm
2: with you with the the plane how incredible like the the first flight was when like it was less than 100 years ago and how far technology has advanced for us to fly it's wherever crazy. in the world it makes like we're we're literally on a thing with two wings <laughs> In the air, it so, makes no sense.
1: Fun fact: I've flown in a um, ultralight, and the one that I was in was not extremely nice, as not they all they aren't all enclosed. Like this was like a go kart body, two seater, like metal frame with like a fan on the back, with like a kite wing over it. And I did this in Wisconsin. It was epic. Like I'm holding on to my camera. Like, dude, I'm looking over the edge, and I'm like that. What we're seeing, like you're seeing down, it was crazy. Uh, so to your point. I am all in on that. Um,
2: First flight was 1903. I just want to fact check me. Uh, not less than 100. You were close. So it was 120 years ago. <clears throat> Pretty close. Yeah. Flying. I don't even know
1: how we got on that, but it was a good topic.
2: Basically, guys, Simon's saying, enjoy life. Smell the roses and look up.
0: <laughs> look
2: out. I feel look like there,
1: there's, there's definitely more things like that, too. For sure. All right, last thing before you go.
2: I did go skydiving. Yep.
1: This little video, and I've been doing videos for you guys today. Let's see if I can get this to oh, play. Oh, that
2: one. Probably like Frisbee golf. Hey,
0: what's
3: wrong, Frisbee bro?
2: <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Frisbee golf. It's just like anybody can throw a Frisbee.
1: So that little line there on social media has been going a little bit disc golf viral because this interview on the sidewalk, you see these all over reels and everywhere else under the sun. People will do these usually on college universities, campuses. This guy's interviewing this girl and he says, what is the worst sport a guy can play? And she says, I don't know, Frisbee golf. <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong with Frisbee golf? She's like, nothing's wrong with. Fr- I'm trying to impersonate her. Nothing's wrong with Frisbee golf. It's just anybody can throw a frisbee
0: it's a terrible reason obviously but her points (laughs) the general point is valid
2: yeah anyone but sort of can anybody can shoot a
1: basketball anybody can anyone can do a golf club yes but i think she's feeling like the level of golf that or frisbee that she understands anybody can do yes but then so what's happening in the disc golf world this wasn't so much a debate of her point But what's happening in the disc golf world is everybody's like, I'm gonna post the most amazing disc golf video following that, right? And they're resharing it. I have seen some really cool ones, some juniors doing it, some junior girls doing it. You could do one. Brody's done, everybody's doing them. You gotta get
2: in on it. You you have enough to pick from, or or you could just do a new one. I'm gonna do a bad one. How about that? Where it's just like (laughs) my like first for one of my first throws where I just shank it into a pond. (laughs) I'm not gonna say that
1: anyways anybody can throw a frisbee there is a perspective out there about that in disc golf though i want to go back maybe 6 or 7 years ago one of my coworkers drove me crazy because they would constantly be like and they maybe it was to get under my skin which it, it was a little bit but like dude i like real golf cuz like that's actually a hard skill and i'm like come out and disc golf with me and like when you beat me i'll be proud of you like you know it's like not that I'm hard to beat, but like it's a skill to get better at anything. Yeah. We've had this debate early episodes. Golf maybe is in the harder. I will
0: agree, golf is
2: harder.
1: But it,
0: it's what not. would you say is the worst sport? Sport a guy could play.
1: <laughs> Dart? No, I'm kidding. I'm just messing. It's no, not darts. Darts is not a bad answer,
0: Ben. What do you think? I think darts <laughs> that was is a
2: joke. Cool, especially when everyone goes ah, like the fans. Um,
0: <clears throat> what's the worst sport?
2: Dude,
1: guy curling?
2: Like I know there's, there's a sports curling club I don't in know of. There's know.
1: sports I don't know of. Like I've seen people bocce ball. <laughs> is this like know. totally made? I've like seen people on YouTube with those like kid horses. You know, like the stick and the horse head, and they run around. They like jump over like targets. Like if people consider that stuff a sport, then I'd be like, that's pretty silly. Like
2: Sp- yeah. Cornhole. Uh, I don't know. Cornhole. It's
1: a fun oh, game. Cool. It's a fun game. But like. I play cornhole as my sport. That's definitely worse than disc golf.
2: Yeah, but yeah, cornhole is cool. I'd say like bocce ball. (laughs) Bocce ball isn't... That's my answer. I'll say bocce ball because the curling is cool. I actually enjoy watching it in the Olympics.
0: I Uh, would say bodybuilder.
2: Uh, that I'm would be for me the biggest turn off.
0: Someone that has to be in the gym constantly and is obsessed with their body. Why? Do, and just so, thinking, that, is th- so yoked and taking steroids. Why like, do you
1: know, I hear like a German accent in my head for bodybuilders? It's probably
2: it's Arnold. Yeah. You know what's funny? Body the bodybuilding TikTok's gonna take what you just said and do what yeah. that girl just. said <laughs> gonna take the clip of you and then it's gonna be them like don't make videos (laughs) i'm ready for it (laughs) flexing it's that's and it just keeps going i i i I, I agree in a sense of like yeah the steroids it's crazy how to to be mostly as far as you as you can get in bodybuilding you have to take steroids and basically ruin your your system which is like crazy (sighs) all
1: right and closing out When was the last time Simon got to play the guitar and make music? Just like your right casual now. rounds? We have a special surprise a for you. There is a guitar. What? But that's up to you. I don't know if... Ben can. can play. I can we'll play. It.
2: Let's do a jam.
3: Hey, where
1: did um,
0: we go? I, I don't play much. Um, every time I take my guitar from the wall, I want to play for my son. He like gets really upset and grabs it from me and wants to start playing himself. And then he plays <laughs> for two seconds and he walks the away. So I pulled. grab the guitar back. No and then of course I can't have it so he's got to turn around and run back to me and grab the guitar away from me I've seen Emmett Emmett dance to to, uh, some guitar though right before he face planted and had a
2: (laughs) mega (laughs) meltdown which was insane he literally just went like Simon stopped playing guitar and he literally just face planted into the
0: into the the ground he had this phase where he would when he would get really frustrated he would just head bud the ground yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've nice. read online that it's a thing kids do Like yeah. really young kids And uh, he had like bloody noses that, Bloody yeah, mouth He
2: had a bloody mouth cause of that He he just like started crying and
1: They don't realize it And then like Bam. they start to Straight learn Straight
0: to the wood floor I'm like what are you doing bro <laughs>
2: Yeah you like, like before two seconds later
0: He's like you want to help But you're kind of like laughing a bit Cause it looked so ridiculous <laughs> Yeah dude I was in shock I was just like I'm gonna go now. Yeah. <laughs> see
1: you later, dude. I've seen one of my kids go through a glass. Th- this is taking a turn. A glass coffee tabletop. Oh, he was like I slipped went through glass. face first Ooh. through it. Oh, you did. Look at that. Wow. I've never seen that scar. Never noticed it. I'm not like looking that
0: close, but yeah. It's a Nike swoosh.
2: Is that a chunk? Was that like a chunk or just like two slits? Oh, yeah. I always
0: thought I was destined to be uh, sponsored by Nike because I have a Nike swoosh scar. If we did a
1: Sharpie on there, yeah, it would be.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Maybe when my MVP deal is over in 10 years. 75% off Nike. That would be a sick (laughs) sponsorship. (laughs) On tour
2: life, you guys are talking about So you fell through a
0: coffee table or something like that? No, it was like a glass door door to the back patio. Your brother um, pushed you? I was five, so that's a long time ago. Brother pushed oh, okay, you. That makes sense. No, we were doing a race indoors <laughs> where we were going from one side to the other and back. And the other wall happened to be that glass door. <laughs> so I was like, trying to like, push myself back from it to get faster in the other direction. And <laughs> oh, <you> were- <laughs> instead of changing directions, I went through the wall. Surprise. <laughs> That's horrible. That glass was not stable, apparently. <sighs>
1: and that glass, man, if it's not what they call safety glass, it's the big shards. Oh. And that's what slices you. That's
0: Bad. Yeah, I got, I got so lucky. Unbelievable. That yeah. I only got that, and, like, nothing was broken. Oh. Nothing was severely damaged. Straight I mean, obviously, my arm was cut.
1: <clears throat> my son had it sliced. He went face forward, and there was a big shard, like two teen. foot. Big shard pointing up. It sliced literally across his nose. And then right into the corner of his eye. So because his eye was sunk back, it just missed it. Yeah. crazy. Crazy.
0: Yeah, I have another something like right above my eye where I was like, how do you call it when you like carve wood with like a little knife? Carving. Oh, whittle. We would say whittle, but whittle? like carving. Yeah, whittle. And you know, the first thing you get taught as a kid is always whittle away from yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I whittle towards myself. And I got like stuck on like a little twig and went harder and went through and Lamp straight, right over my eye. Is it gone? I think if you look really closely, you, you, you can't see it on this oh, camera. But baby. There's still like a tiny little... How old there. are you for that one? I must have been like teenager, wow. like 13, 14, probably. That's when you whittle, right? That's the age you like yeah. to go whittle.
1: Especially if you're like at a campfire in your backyard. Yeah, no, it's true. All
2: right, I have, I have... Since we're talking about scars, I have one more story. I have I have a scar somewhere here. Is this your
1: siphoning story, drinking gas out of the water? No, no, no. Okay.
2: Somewhere here. It's a scar. But um, how I got it, I was playing with my friend's pellet gun. It was like the <laughs> one where you have to like really like go like this yeah, to load it. It's the brake it. barrel, yeah. And I pulled the trigger when it was like that. No. Snapped up the little eyelet on the top of the barrel. It hit The you. barrel smacked me. That was the only time I've been oh, unconscious. I, I literally goodness. was like. And then I was walking back, and then I, I, I like, came to consciousness, like, 20 seconds later, and I was dripping blood. Oh, my goodness.
1: That is—so I'm a safety professional by, like, career. <laughs> and the whole knife thing, yes, it's true. People will do that. Like, you think, like, I'm going to cut through this zip tie. This is a great idea. You get your knife out, and you're just, like—you're all you have, and it just goes. Like, you're, you're toast. All right, that's fun. We'll have to do more segments like that in the offseason. I have a question for you, though, Simon. This disc <laughs> right here— that's a beauty. Do you know what these are going for right now? Because well, I'm I, thinking I, about selling it, but I might hold on to it.
0: I had hold no on. idea until literally we were upstairs having dinner and Ben was literally talking about that. Yeah. So now I know. Oh, this disc or just in general? Well, your son brought up that you had that disc uh, in your collection. That's probably the most one. valuable disc. It probably is, collection. actually.
2: Well, because it once sold with your sinker. So there's scalpers <clears throat> in disc golf. A man went. And you signed a man's desk MVP open and he, it went immediately on eBay and it's the sold first for, week. Yep. It sold for 350 or something. Wow. 330. I that think was, it's it gone. It was over 300.
1: I think it went down a little bit. It went but my, down for sure. But my question is like to the buyer, it matters if your signature's on there. I don't have a Sharpie or else I'd have you sign it right now, but.
0: Well, I wonder, what do you think? Does a signature... Make it more valuable or devalue? You it can be honest. I won't get offended. On
1: the buyer. I've decided that. Just because depends on the buyer. If I was collecting, right? So if I'm collecting and I have a collection of discs or trading cards, which I did the Pro Tour, I want you to sign every single one. So I have that. It's for me. But if I'm going to resell and that's my intention of collecting something, it's one of these, like, I'm not going to get a signature on there unless I know that the buyer wants that. And then at that point, it's too hard to line that up. Do you think? It comes down to the buyer.
0: I feel like signatures in disc golf are too easy to get. And after probably every easy, round, yeah. like I sit <laughs> down for like bracket. 30 minutes at least and sign discs, like dozens, probably sometimes hundreds of discs every day after every round at a Pro Tour. And I wonder if that's smart or not to do that. 421. It depends. For this, Simon. <clears throat> Okay, Four hundred twenty-one with
2: with your uh with your signature. It's not with the out. pink and the blue. Yeah, it's with just... your signature.
0: Well, that's a sig rim too. So that's a rare one to find. Someone with some disc with a a cool swirl in the And rim this like one
2: that. was two forty-two,
0: no signature, Lester stamp. Um. Yeah. Special edition stamp on an unreleased disc. I mean, I kind of I kind of can see so why. So what do you what
2: let, let's But go, I live in Leicester
1: and it's so hard. I'm like, but dude, if someone buys this for three hundred dollars, I feel like why am I holding it? Because like three hundred to me is a little bit but it's
2: a cool Leicester. Disc. Let's go further on your like what you were saying about the autograph. What do you mean? Like, should you kind of limit your autographs? So be- I wonder if it would be
0: smart as an athlete to limit your autographs a bit. Like, of course I want to be there for the fans and sign everyone's disc that wants one, especially for the kids. But should I really sign, like, hundreds of discs every tournament? Like, isn't that a bit devaluing, like, it, the, signature? It, it and, like the signature? To you or the signature? Yeah. It is
2: devaluing it for,
0: not for your signature, it's devaluing
2: it for the market. 100%. Because... Yeah, I don't think it affects you. No, it doesn't affect it you It affects at all. the
1: people that are, like, wanting it to be worth something. So it depends what you want to... Do. I, asked, I asked Nate Sexton this with the Sexton Firebirds. I was like, the one year they came out with, like, 100,000 of them or whatever it was... I was like, are you happy with that? He's like, ultimately, yeah, they're in everybody's hands. But, but like, if I wanted, it. for
0: example, name any athlete. I'll just take Tiger Woods sure. as an example. I don't want to compare myself ever to Tiger Woods, no, but obviously. It's but it's an athlete we know. Um, If I wanted to get a signature from him, that would be next to impossible. Like, how lucky do you have to get to be to be at it's the right like spot like at the op- right time? Yeah, it's that or options. When he happens to yeah. give, like, one or two, or I don't know how many he does at a time, maybe, like, five. I don't know. And I, that, I heard Tiger doesn't really give any signatures. Wow! And that 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 would mean the market would be through the roof because it's that. But limited. how more special would it feel to you then if you got <laughs> way more special? Yeah, hundred percent. A
2: hundred. I would feel if I if you like barely gave out autographs. How about this? I would feel
1: special. Make, I wish, make this the last autograph you ever do. <laughs> no, sometimes I wish I like, went like, back in Dubai. time,
0: and I would have been that guy who never signed anything. Interesting. But then, like a couple times a year, I would say like, okay, here you go little signature like how valuable and cool would that be then and special
2: it's also tough because you're so accessible to oh. the fans as opposed to tiger woods where it's like you can't even get near him when he's on the course because there's security
0: and ropes and all that i think this golf will be there soon by the way
2: yeah no i'm not saying that but i'm just saying right now anyone could go up to you at any time pretty much after you're around whatever and be like it, it, it's getting harder Your personal guy i'm just guy. saying
0: to everyone watching like if you want to come to a pro tour event and you've been thinking about now. it <laughs> and you want to be close to us and get signatures and photos and be like literally next to us and can almost talk to us yep you gotta go soon because i don't think it'll be a thing much longer i don't think i could be wrong
2: so you don't think like let's not let's let's say like you finish your round and I know a bunch of people come up to you. Do you think that won't 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 exist anymore? But you'll still have that like kind of autograph tent where you're kind of. Do you think that's that's the route you're headed? Where it's like no sign, like Simon's not signing anything. You got to wait in line. Type mm. I don't know. Or is it just they're gonna put all together like done like only special like say you go to an event with MVP there and they're like Simon signing two hours. I
0: I believe the autograph tent will stay a thing at okay. least for a while. Um, but it might be less mandatory because right now it's literally right off of 18's Green where you kind of have to walk by True. and if you don't sit down like every fan's like just looking <laughs> at you like... just walking by and like oh that guy's an asshole yeah Good yeah team. well
2: that that was that was gonna be my next point it's like it's tough to not sign autographs because that's what people think like so you're it's like a tricky predicament people are gonna be like what the heck simon's not gonna sign my autograph that's kind of what about,
1: what about, and I saw this in the chat, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was, and I'm not finding it right now, but if you verified an autograph, right? So, like, we'll see, like, and I'm, I'm serious, this is, is cool and valuable to me, but you gave me your last, one okay. of your last bags from your allotment when you were with Dis- Discmania. Like, it might have been your last, if not one of your two or three last. It's still in the bag, like, in the plastic bag and if i had and i might do this someday if you would be would oblige this send you a, a document that says like this is my last bag for my personal allotment and you ah, sign I your like name you. to it i think that's worth more having the verification than you signing the bag
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm thinking maybe give out all the autographs you want but sometimes do the special verification because i think that makes those like verified this literally look he said this was his from his bag from, like, or his whatever his collection like, I think that improves the autograph, possibly. Yeah. But you're
2: still with grip equipment, right? <clears throat> yep. Okay. But this one,
1: Discmania on it, Angry 8-Bag. So it's like oh, the last I one for Okay, a lot okay that
2: makes more with sense. That. I thought it was just like a, a regular bag. No, okay. like,
1: I don't think they'll ever make any more. <laughs> like, there should be zero of those ever again.
2: Yeah, with the Discmania ones. Yeah. Hopefully. He, he, hopefully. It's a, hopefully it's a great 10 years.
1: Alright, so we kept you long enough, Simon. You were kind enough to come on. We're going
0: to let Wait, you go. Wait, I have go. one more thing I want to well, talk about. You can stay
1: as long all right, as yeah, you
2: Alright, let's go. <laughs> well, I, just, I, I, I
1: give I've, our guests an out. I give our guests an out, but if they want to stay, it's all theirs.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm just texting my wife that I'm later than I <laughs> said I was going to be, which is... And ugh, if, I, if I And if that. she
1: was listening, she knows I tried to let you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just read her text from like 20 minutes 20 ago. Min- yep. 20 minutes ago and she was like can you bring me food when you get home
1: tacos hey. cookies chocolate chip cookies big, mac.
2: big it's a big mac right
0: i mean she's pregnant
2: yeah it's all pregnant. and if she
0: wants a big mac she's getting a big mac
1: <laughs> seriously bring home some chocolate chip cookies too yeah I w- if
0: she likes them i say yes she likes them but let me talk about this real quick Go ahead. <laughs> over the weekend at maple hill there was the john hauck hauck yep. design Disc Golf Course Design Conference. Conference. I did not see any advertisement for this. I didn't really know about it until like last week. I mean, I've heard about it like a couple months ago. Me too, mm yeah. And I thought I wasn't going to be there because I was Mm going to be at Yuli's wedding. But then it was actually different weekends and I got it all mixed up. I wasn't really invited until like recently before it. Mm -hmm. But then suddenly things just happened and suddenly I was there and there were people from I don't know 10 15 different states who flew in some flew Mm -hmm. in from the west coast some Mm -hmm. were there from Florida some were there from
1: Chuck Kennedy himself inventor of the PDGA rating
0: system Chuck Kennedy was there (laughs) I don't know if this name will tell you something Mike Randolph was there
1: pretty sure because Gage posted about
0: it. Yeah, I only know that because
2: of Gage, yeah.
0: So Mike Randolph was on the old school DVDs, like back in the early 2000s when there were disc golf DVDs. Mm -hmm. And who went back in the stats? I forget, but someone went back in the stats last weekend and said he was top five at Worlds seven times. Mm -hmm. Never won, but he was like a top five guy in the 90s to early Mm -hmm. 2000s. And then he took like, I don't know how many years, like 12 years off of disc golf, he told me. Um, But he was one of my idols, obviously, that I've never met. And then when I met him, I didn't know who he was. I recognized that it was Mike Randolph, but I was like, there's no way that's Mike Randolph. (laughs) So I didn't even really think further than, oh, that looks like Mike Randolph. Um, But then later in that that night, we all had to wear name tags at the dinner and... i was like you gotta be freaking kidding me you're a freaking legend
2: yeah gage gage had the same experience
0: um and he wanted to play catch with me he was like yeah yeah disc golf i play sometimes still but you know what catch is my favorite thing we never played catch because i was always too busy talking to people because everyone wanted to talk to me which is really nice (laughs) but also extremely exhausting Wow, um, But yeah, John Hauk, obviously famous course designer, the course designer, basically, um, that people have heard of. Yeah, he is the most
1: famous for as sure. far as who um, you've heard He's of.
0: made a living and a real business out of course design. He charges real money for his work. He puts in real time. And I mean, his the results speak for themselves, I think. But what a cool experience. Three days, we had about 45 people from all around the country learning about Proper course design, different strategies, different techniques, different technology that's coming. We had one presentation about this drone with the laser. LiDAR. Lidar? Lidar. Yeah, you've heard of that? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to give a whole rundown on that now, but it's... It's light measurements. Yeah, it creates 3D images where you can basically make like a 3D model digitally. Mm -hmm. Digitally? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that a word? Digitally. Digitally. Um, And then design the course basically on your computer Mm -hmm. and you can take trees away or branches and just kind of really? just visualize. That's incredible. You see the exact layout of the land. You can do measurements up to the centimeter. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. And uh, I learned a lot during uh, those three days. Awesome. There were- A lot of talks, a lot of long speeches, a lot of presentations, a lot of PowerPoints, which I thought was pretty, pretty badass. I haven't seen PowerPoints in a while.
3: (laughs) That's Um, true.
0: So I had a really good time there. And I can't wait to pick up more course design projects because I think after I've put so many years of thought into what's holding disc golf back, like it's such a cool game. Like I've probably said this before on podcasts, but. I had a great talk with Pete and May. I've probably said this before on the record too, yes. but Pete May, mm-hmm. he told me that the disc is the only, what do you call it? Tool in sports that does a double curve. I can like balls. Don't double curve. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, Baseball Oh no, fair. true. Bowling does one curve, oh, but not double. I,
2: I see. Like, well, you can flex it. I see what you're saying. I think yeah, and a disc left, can even right. do
0: a triple curve. Like, an understable disc on a hyzer will go left, I flip mean, over, go right, and at the end, slow down and come back left. That's a triple curve. Like, the things you can do with a disc are so superior to what you can do with a ball. Correct. Um, John Houck had a great presentation about disc golf versus golf on where disc golf is cooler and a better game and a better sport. And where golf is beating us and is just way more dramatic. And obviously, putting is our big weakness because putting in disc golf is too easy, too boring, too fast. In golf, it's like drama. The ball rolls slowly. They're there's whispering. Th- yeah. Yeah. There's just so much more in golf that you can do around the green. <sighs> We're going to get on this golf. topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give more time at
1: the putting where was green, going? going back to that.
0: Yeah. I was at course design. So, course design is. I think a biggest, the biggest weakness we have and one of the main things holding disc golf back to making it. And we don't have the big money, of course, like golf has to, to turn all these. <sighs> golf can take a plot of land no matter what it looks like and turn it into the perfect golf course because they just have millions and millions of dollars. That's why. they Because we
1: could do it too.
0: Yeah, they can build lakes, <laughs> lakes wherever they want, ponds and add mountains or hills. And I mean, a golf course looks like you're playing in paradise. It looks like surreal. When you watch golf on TV, it looks like unreal, literally unreal. And I think disc golf still, we need to find a way to create something that looks like we're playing on a real professional sports field, like a golf course, like a tennis court, like a football field. Give any, any sport has their field or their course or their court, whatever you want to call it. And Disc Golf, I feel like, has not found that.
1: How close is Eagles Crossing to that? I've
0: never been there. I think is Eagles close? Crossing is the closest okay. that we have. It's not perfect, I yep, think. Yep. It could be very close to perfect because they put in, I think, over a million dollars by now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. My goal is to somehow, at some point, some way, find, someday, find a way to make disc golf the proper playing field. I think once we have that, it'll be easier to film because everything will just look better. And then I think it might make the, the mainstream a bit easier. Oh man, you just, okay. Two topics
1: or three. One is CBS sports to your point. It's coming out two days from the recording right now. And if we have disc golf eyes, we don't see that. Unfavorable appearance, like because we're watching disc golf, but to the person who has not seen disc golf and they see this un, how do I say it, unprofessional appearance to the fairways, playing through the woods and there's just leaves everywhere and it just looks branches and piles. You're right, like it just has this like.
0: Ah. Yeah, I remember. I watch a lot of disc golf network. I watch a lot of disc golf coverage in general. I'm a huge fan. Right, I mean, I've been doing my whole life. I love it. But if you watch like. The disc golfer is dressed in like polos and nice pants, tucked in shirt, yeah. professional sponsors all over the place, and them taking it like super seriously. And they're just standing in the middle of the woods, what it looks like, with like brush <laughs> in the back, leaves on the ground, branches <laughs> sticking up, rocks on the fairway, roots everywhere. Like it just looks so bad.
2: Yeah, so...
1: It's the disc golf eyes. I'm it saying it looks like we, it
0: doesn't match. Like we, the pro disc yes, golfer, we're doesn't used match to it.
1: We're used to it, but when you actually look critically, like, hey, if I'm not the disc golfer watching this, it, a million percent, what you're saying is true.
2: Um. Yeah. My question. So to follow up with that, what, what are you saying? What do you think would be the ideal right way to do? it? Is that just more manicured fairways or more amenities? Yeah. What is it?
0: Well, the thing is that disc golf has been on golf courses and we've been on some nice golf courses too i mean not yeah. probably definitely not the nicest golf courses like the, the pga tour is on but i mean when we play at glendevere in portland that's a that's a pretty freaking magical venue it's, and it's
1: beautiful one of my favorite to watch it yeah. looks
0: good on camera but the thing is that disc golf does not belong on golf courses golf courses are not built for make, disc golf at all
1: make a disc golf course that's what you're saying like
0: Make it, yeah. And th- that your question was actually really good, and I'm asking kind of the same question. Like if, like hypothetically, if I gave you forty million dollars, yeah, and gave you a hundred acres of what of <laughs> woods, yeah, and I'd say make the best disc golf course you can make, Ooh, baby. Like what would you do? Like what is even the right answer Dude, to this? Like, I don't think we know. Man-made it.
1: rivers that are beautiful, honestly. And I'm not saying it's this much money, but yeah, Cactus Rock is. Have you been following that? Dylan Cease's course down in Tuscaloosa.
0: Oh, I, I've if you kind of followed f- If you it, yeah. look
1: at his social media and just scroll back, they've had a landscape crew that's probably being underwhelming to what they're doing. They're in there clearing, taking trees down. Go look at what they're doing. They're manufacturing a disc golf course. Mm-hmm. I think I would be interested to see it when it's done, but I think it's, that's the effort.
0: Yeah, I think what Dylan is doing, what Paul McBeth is doing, uh, I think that's going to be a huge step for disc golf. Is Absolutely. that the, this, compared to golf, the small money that we have, that that's going to go a long way. And that might kickstart something where bigger money will start. There flowing. you go.
1: Yeah. Because if you go back to, an, and when you were first started this conversation on the whole conference, by the way, yeah, it, it's great. There's a group of people that are interested in doing this the right way and they've had the passion for a while. But how did we get here is the accessibility of disc golf was so low, which is great. I'm not talking about, let's get rid of that. There will always be free courses, just like there's public golf courses. Always. I'm talking about the, another level of it, if you will. But oh, we're what, talking
0: pro. Yes, pro exactly. Tour. Yeah.
1: And We're talking
0: what will give exposure to the sport and will then grow it like globally.
1: But I think the problem existed, and I say that with quotes again, because we're all enjoying it as it is, but the problem existed because it's so easy to access and just put a course in, like I can do it in my backyard and I can have a tournament, right? And so it just, everybody could do it. It, the money didn't exist to do all this other yet. And so maybe there is going to be start of this, like, like you're saying, maybe there's going to be a start of this. And that's really cool for sure. One takeaway that stood out to you the most about that conference, like you said a lot there, but is there anything that was like, that was really interesting? Like, Hey, make sure you have good fairways with grass or like what, anything stand out?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how much I'm actually allowed to talk about all the ins and outs that were talked. about there. I didn't pay
1: the $400 fee. Because
0: people paid a lot of money to be there and (laughs) and learn from the best. A takeaway, a a takeaway. Well, John Houck had one very interesting presentation about a bit more detailed course design and like when he's designing a par four and on what distance he's like mm -hmm, looking at mm -hmm. and what shots he's trying to avoid and like kind of going through his thought process mm -hmm. behind... Designing a hole like it, he like did math for us. He was going angles and distances yeah. and averages. It was crazy I love it. I missed Chuck Kennedy's speech. He's got interesting. Which uh, I'm very upset that I did. I, he kind of yesterday and um, when everything was said and done, he we we kind of uh, had a little private talk and he gave me a little rundown of what he said. But there's some cool ideas. And I can share actually chuck in his idea. Probably. I was
1: just going to say he talked to me at USDGC. Okay. He's starting to put feelers out there.
0: Yeah. And he told me he's talked to Jeff spring at the pro mm-hmm. tour and that they're seriously considering changing some rules like pro tour specific. Um, because sometimes the a big topic of the weekend was that on the pro tour, often the crime doesn't meet the crime doesn't It match the punishment. Match the punishment. Yeah. So the punishment we get for a small mistake is often way too big. And how can we fix that with course design? That was a big topic of the thing. So there's some ideas floating around that hopefully will be implemented soon. I was a fan on almost all the ideas. <laughs> there's cool. some crazy ideas, They're of They're
1: innovative, weird, not weird, but some people are going to hate it. But them.
0: I'm in general a huge fan of sports evolving and changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, soccer is so established and a huge game over in Europe, and they still from year to year, change small rules. Sometimes major rules get changed and just to make it better for the fans, for the players. Like, why not? We can change stuff and make it better. (laughs) I I, I don't see why not, but some people hate change. Yes. I'm a fan. Along those lines, um, this was in my show notes, actually, so I'm
2: glad you brought it up.
1: (laughs) See, it's perfect. You're coming along, Um, Ben. I'm so proud to have you on the show.
2: Alternate alternate baskets. Do you think it needs to... Be more necessary for every stop necessary for every hole or
0: should it just be uh here and there sparingly I, I think it should be here and there for now um we'll see how it catches on how much players and fans enjoy it i think it, it's we're gonna have to try it first before we can say how much of it we should have i'm a huge fan of having stuff that i'm even not a huge fan of Mm. like for example at vegas every basket almost is on a mound and yeah. it's so yeah. tough to run putts and when you're there you're like so frustrated man i have a 40 footer like should i run this now or should i lay it up because the ground is so fast so if you miss you like slide back to circle two and I just feel like they don't want you to run putts out there and i'm like why But then again, it's cool to have one event like that where you just have super crazy greens. It's a discipline. I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of OB lines everywhere, but USDGC, it's really cool to have one event a year where you just have a ton of OB. Because why not? It's part of the game. And I'm not a huge fan of playing in the tight woods. But one event a year should be in the tight woods.
1: Golf course. I hear you. I'm not a huge fan
0: of playing in the wide open then wind comes into play and it would be really cool to have one tournament a year. I mean, Vegas is often that mm-hmm. too. That just happens to be windy because it's a different challenge. So I really think it's important that every course has, has its own kind of character and challenges. And I think it's important that we keep those separate and don't try to implement everything the same at every stop. I think that's the that's wrong way to go.
2: Yeah. I think variety is a huge thing to make. The Pro tour, I guess, go to that next level because we'd be seeing, uh, we'd be seeing the top winners win because they're nasty, but we'd also be seeing a lot more people rise and struggle because it's just different, different games suit to different people.
0: Yeah, and then at, at the end of the year, if we have every tournament a slightly different challenge, like at the end of the year, the points winner, or the tour leader, or whatever you want to call it, like he's the freaking man. He delivered in every discipline we have. Yeah, he's, he's the, you, you he's were the player of the year, Calvin like Heinberg. You he were on
1: our, our first episode ever. Yeah. And I think in the, in that in near proximity of that we talked through this idea of disciplines and like the idea of we should have what you're saying, because you shouldn't just be tested on one type of discipline. I love that. Uh, there's a lot more that we could take away. You sat through a whole conference on it. I'm excited to see the innovation for the future of this golf. Uh, Two last things. The first pro you ever met, this is a trend going around right now. Pictures, Nicholas Antila started it. Paul's posted something. Every pro's doing it pretty much right now. Do you remember who yours was? Was remember, it in Germany or was it when you came over here?
0: Well, mine would be European pros. Do those count? Or do Yeah, pros no, that's count? what I'm saying.
1: Who is the one that you remember being
2: like? The one where you were like, oh my goodness, it's that guy. I want to talk to him.
0: I would have to put a guess for now yeah. if, I, if I have a little bit longer to think about it. but I'll go if you want to think. In 2008, no, I didn't <laughs> okay, mean, think good. over days. Oh, days. <laughs> Get it right. Um, I think I played in 2008 a tournament in Germany, and that was like the first bigger tournament in Germany where actually international players would come to play. It was just outside of Berlin, and we had... Christian Sandstrom, mm-hmm. I know the name, ex-world record holder. He mm-hmm. threw the Valkyrie back in the day, like oh, okay, 250 good old Val- meters. Val. Good old Val- he, yeah, he he held the record for a good amount of time. I think before Wiggins stepped up. Um, I think he was the first super disc golf superstar in Europe back then.
1: Where you're like you're looking over across the parking lot or whatever, and you're like, dude, that's him.
0: Well, I was 15 at the time, okay. so I was a kid, and I. Played the first round and shot good enough to play on league card final round, uh, second round. And I played with him and two other Europeans that were pretty famous in this golf. Not Christian Santrum famous, but... And I played the best round of my life. 1080 rated at 15. <laughs> Shredded. Couldn't miss. I think they were looking at me and being like, what the hell is going on here? You've
2: never rated above that I since. ended up
0: losing the tournament in a playoff. <laughs> but I remember I, I played with... The first time playing with like real famous disc golfers from outside Germany, I shot the best round of my life, like 1080 or 1075 rated.
2: Yeah, you didn't crack under pressure, which most people would, I feel like.
0: I excelled.
1: You know what? The fact that Simon can say 1080 and we all know what that means is pretty good. I'm not going to well, get yeah, further well, on the ratings.
0: Was, was that your, I, that your
2: highest rated round for real, or were you just? Saying, is that more like a?
0: Oh, back then it was for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, it oh, has yeah, yeah. to be. Oh yeah, yeah. There's close. there's talk
1: about like inflation. And everything. I shot
0: like a 14 under or something, and the next best score was like eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just. I couldn't miss. It was crazy. I barely remember because it was 16 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, I'm turning 31, by the way.
1: Happy birthday. I
0: didn't have a oh song good. lined up. I really yeah. gotta go because my wife's gonna be really angry. Who's your first pro? Day.
2: Do you have to go? I can like uh uh Just say okay.
0: It. Um MVP open
2: 21, I think. Mateo. I first got into it was Eric Oakley I said, Hey, I love your YouTube videos and he reciprocated. And that meant a lot to me. So to everyone that uh is like I guess in status in disc golf. I mean, uh, just like you know, it means a lot when you reciprocate and just say hello back rather than like, "thank you, thank you." Be Simon, like, no pressure. Yeah. And for no, me, Well, Simon's Simon's like a classic <laughs> example of that. I'm just saying, like that meant Going I remember. Going forward, at the I have time, my bad
0: moments for yeah. sure. I remember at the time
2: because, like, like I because he was the first pro I ever saw. I, that meant the world to me. He's like, he asked me what my name was. I was like, he's like "Thanks." And then he recognized me the next day, and like Dude, that you meant were living the, on a cloud. That meant yeah. the world to me. Now. It doesn't mean as much, but at the time, <laughs> it meant a lot. So
1: I will say in closing, Steve Brinster, first one I can remember. It was at Attorney 54 that we do up here, 54 holes in one day. And he was local enough, probably three or four hours away. And I'm like, that's Steve freaking Brinster. This was before like USDGC and all that. Like, that guy is awesome. And I was like, he's playing at our local course. Very cool to meet him. All right. All right. Are you I'm gonna, gonna keep going, you too? Uh, yeah. You can head out. Yeah. I'm. We're gonna okay. close out in the next five or ten minutes. Thank and you, watch Natalia. The drop. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate
0: Natalia. you understanding. Yeah, yeah it. guys. Time lapse dropping next Friday, Black Friday. Stay tuned for that. You won't find this one though. That one's gonna be hard to find. Message me. Message me your best. <laughs> um. Yeah. Check out YouTube. I'm gearing up for Vlogmas. I'm. Planning on doing every other day, Vlogmas, because doing every day for me is just physically and good mentally Good call, not dude. That's possible. a good
1: call. You're making new rules. Good job. Every
0: other day is going to do. Um, I'm going to do my best to play as much disc golf as I possibly can if the weather permits. I'm sure Ben is going to be on the channel at least once, hopefully more. Hopefully, yeah. If you need any help, um, I'm a guy. We need the energy. The Benergy. That's what <laughs> the they call Benergy, it. I the Benergy. The Benergy,
2: baby. That's what the fans of the show, I've even seen in your comments, they say, I love that Benergy. So, I appreciate okay. all the
0: um comments. Thanks, everyone, for watching and tuning in. Thanks, Matt, for letting us uh, yeah. do commentary here and Absolutely. having me on. We'll catch you. Um, thanks ben. for coming. We're going to let you
2: go. Appreciate Peace it. Peace out, man. Busy guy. Wow. All right, everybody. Hey, don't forget
1: the chocolate chip cookies up there, if there's any.
2: <laughs> and the tacos. Bring everything. I'm just voluntary. Like, <laughs> I, I own the place, but. Natalia, I made you homemade everything. <laughs>
1: but if she happened to be tuning in to see what her husband's doing, she's like, not. okay.
3: Cool. All
0: right, guys.
2: Peace, Thanks, man. Thanks, Simon. Always a pleasure.
1: All right. Energy. As we get ready to close out, um, I have two truths and a lie for you, Ben. I'm ready. Not for me, though. It wasn't about me. I thought we could bring our own, but I knew Nick wasn't going to be here. in Evan, we'll do that one of these episodes where it's like we each bring our own two truths okay. and a lie.
2: We'll do that. Wait, can I say one thing? Throughout, the, when it, throughout this podcast, I keep saying random things that sounds random. I'm talking to the chat. I realize that it sounds like Extremely random, but yeah, I'm 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 replying to the chat. So if you're hearing this on Spotify, just disregard if I say something like salad, yum. All right. Anyways, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, that is funny. Uh, Dave Feldberg, two truths and a lie.
2: He came to the expo. That was awesome. Shout out Dave Feldberg. He came to the first expo ever, Northeast Cisco Expo.
1: All right. So it says I play alto saxophone. For thirty-five years, he's old enough. I was on Chris Angel's Mind Freak show as a guest. I'm assuming.
2: Maybe he's a stage prop or something. I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be as a guest. Um, I played disc golf round with Jack Black.
2: That would be incredible if that's true, with Jack Black.
1: I feel like it, he didn't put this one on here. I'm pretty sure I've seen him on the late show with Conan O'Brien. Like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I can find it in YouTube, but.
2: Talking about disc golf?
1: Like, actually putting. And then they start, Conan O'Brien and everyone starts throwing frisbees out into the crowd. It was crazy. Like, legit wow, putting. I didn't
2: know that. That's incredible. That's
1: a long time ago. But, like, Conan O'Brien, that yeah, has to be like. When
2: he was, like, School of Rock days.
1: Dude, that might be 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, okay. uh, what do you think? <laughs> This is tough. You gotta go with Jack Black? No. Uh, no. Yeah, I get uh, I played this game too. Do you wanna know what my pick was? Sure. My pick was Jack Black. And it's probably for some of the same reasons you're doing it, which is like that would be I'm, that'd be pretty big. In in a, in its own way, not for disc golf big, but like getting Jack Black to be like, yeah. Or, I'll go. Or-
2: I'll go alto saxophone because those those two others seem like too much of a flex to not be real. <laughs> like it'd be something like he's proud of. Like where he, like he says at every like party he's ever been to. I've you know I've been on Chris Angel.
1: <laughs> so the answer that is a lie was Jack Black. He did not do a round of disc golf with Jack Black. So the other two are true. Alto okay. Sax awesome. and uh, Angel Freak. Chris Angel, sorry. Um, I said, can you follow up on the Jack Black? And he said, yeah, I was invited to play a round with him in the King of Queen Queens comedian chubby guy.
2: Kevin James. How does he not know who that I don't is?
1: Know. That's how he texted me. Sorry. And you know what? Probably shouldn't be reading this text out loud from Dave Felberg. But Kevin James is a meme now. Ultimately. A big meme. OK, ultimately, he said he didn't feel like with the publicity and the perception at that time specifically, um, like weed and everything surrounding it and how it was going to be portrayed, he felt like disc golf was going to be portrayed, that he actually backed out. So he actually had Did the it opportunity still
2: go through, though.
1: No, he said he had the opportunity and he backed out.
2: No, but I mean, like with other disc golfers.
1: Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. It was just him. Back in the day, he was the guy that was like, known. it's all the world championships. He was so good at disc golf uh yeah so there you so
2: go so the so the oh i get what you're saying they were good jack black and kevin james were gonna make like a like a, a disc butt, golf thing a butt out of the joke for disc golf yeah like they were gonna and he's like
1: uh, i kind of feel like this isn't gonna be good okay, for disc okay, golf okay.
2: Yeah. that makes that makes sense something like so that. yo, know pro, props to Dave felbert because that takes a lot of that uh, is actually crazy is, i guess that uh, is actually crazy and, and like I'd, I'd say yes in a heartbeat and for him to say no to save the, the disc golf back then is incredible Back then,
1: it's, the perception has changed, Ben, like, significantly, even since you've come into it. Yeah. It was a hippie sport. Still is, sort of, not as much. Well, just imagine then times 20 or whatever you're thinking now. Yeah, yeah, Like, it was just very, very grassroots, and some people love that, and we're not dogging on it, but, like, that was, the pro scene back then was kind of trying to move that perception away from that, and that's why back then he's like, I don't know.
2: That, yeah, that's a great that's a cool story
1: Thank um you. uh the fact that simon's not here i'm not going to get to this but something interesting for possible future episodes here would just be to tease out this how do you navigate an off-season as a professional when it comes to sponsorships as well as like training again we're not going to get into that because neither me or ben are, are pros and we're not asking to be sponsored in that way but simon has gone through it last year and I thought it'd be interesting. He's going to say everyone's unique. I guarantee it. But at the same time, like, what are the things you're, you're looking for? What are these players looking for? Because I guarantee there are player movements that we don't know about. And we're just going to have to wait and see what they are.
2: Yeah. So you want me to answer that or?
1: I don't know if you know. <laughs> like, you can guess at what you think these players are. But I'm just well, saying as a professional who's gone through I'll just through say
2: it. what I've seen. I've seen like Ezra Aderhole. He's posting some vlogs recently of him, like, you know, grinding out, wanting to get better. Oh,
1: right. Off-season like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but
2: mm-hmm. then some some pros, I know Big Germ has told, I think even on this podcast where he said, like, he doesn't even want to touch a disc. <laughs> he 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 just wants to play video games. And, like, I guess Big Germ's a little different because he does so much, as in, like, the commentating in, in the social media and all that. So he just kind of wants to chill. And I know Eagle last year kind of did the same thing where he didn't touch a disc at all, just let his... Body rest. So I think there's two sides to that. As for business wise,
1: speaking of Eagle, by the way, did have his surgery. Yeah, he's on the rehab. We'll see how he goes.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, hopefully it goes well. We 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 want you go back.
1: But you're saying on the sponsorship side,
2: on the business, yeah, on, yeah, on business. the sponsorship side, I guess. It's tough. I feel like all these companies are already hitting them up before the season even ends or toward, like towards the end. Ganonburg.
1: <laughs> you gotta
2: believe it. I don't have any
1: insights yeah, there. But I'm just saying you have to believe that because of what went down like he's been contacted a lot. of. Well,
2: sure. so I saw Ganon reposted a story of uh, Vino McAla saying Lucky Man and it was um, Ganon sent Vino discs and it was his TestFlight M2. His workhorse. I don't know if it was his backup, his extras, but it looked like his legit one, the one he always throws. That means something. If his one of his, other than the A2, one of his go-to discs, he just gives out to someone, it's hard to say Gannon will be back at Prodigy. Like I said, I don't have any in- inside <laughs> scoops there, but seeing that kind of in my brain was like, all right, it's, pr- it's pretty official. The, the, the relationship there is no longer. But I will say... Gannon's been doing a great job fulfilling his contract because he still promotes them. He's still, still, like I saw the Shoestrick interview with him. It's business, USDGC. right? Yeah, he's still promoting them. He's not trashing them. He's just, yeah, it's, he's doing business. He's going out to NADGT vending prodigy saying like, come get these sick discs. But the way it seems, he's leaving.
1: Yeah, but I think there's going to be others that we don't know about. And as crazy as it is, I mean, I'm going to say a name that is a, we should play this game. There used to be a sports show I'd listen to where they would just throw darts. They throw darts at a board with names on it. And that's how much of a shot in the dark it was at what they were just guessing. They're like, literally, we're just going to throw a dart at the board and then just like talk about this person maybe leaving. So if I threw a dart at a board and it landed on Eagle McMahon and I had to make a case for him leaving, I could totally do it. Like, it's totally a thing that could happen. We're like, even this season, it could happen. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying if I threw a dart, I could make a case for it. There's a lot of players where you could be like, yeah. I can manufacture it. There's very few where you go. Absolutely. No. Like they would never do it. People used to think that about Macbeth. I remember back in the day, podcasts included, uh, not us back then, but Paul, people being like, Paul's not ever. No, he'll never leave it. It Never." Where it The money happen.
2: is money talks guys. <laughs>
1: well money and opportunity of course is part of the money and legacy oh, yeah. and legacy like as part of it yeah, like where well, am i going to get my best legacy
2: simon from? i was listening to Tour life like i said the other day and simon said on it that one of the main reasons he went to mvp is for that simon line This, yeah, so maybe that's what paul did he wanted you know you want you want that's part of the legacy you want your name on disc that'll be out for the next mm-hmm. 20 30 years that you get mm-hmm. residual on um, which is like important. Residual is important because even when they're retired, they're still making money. Like Climo, man, it's probably loaded from all the 12 time Firebirds that Innova sells or whatever.
3: Yeah, again, you
1: and me, Simon just texted me. It's snowing, by the way. That's insane. So apparently he had to clean off his car. That's so <laughs> Sorry, sad dude. for snow. Um, wow, it's snowing. So officially, New England has reached snow. Well, that might be early. It's called snow season, but it can snow. Let's put it that way. It can snow now. And we do judge that disc golfer. We'll say, which would you prefer playing it? Right. All right. um, That ace that Simon mentioned on his vlog or Casey's vlog or whoever it was, the mustache battle or whatever it was. I I saw it. Yeah. That hole is really fun to throw. I actually enjoy it. I still think it needs to be cleaned up a little bit on the left side, left and high, but he th- obviously it went in, so he threw it perfect. But that was a fun one to watch. That's that is one of his best I've seen on camera in a while.
2: I agree. It's it's pretty insane just how magical that was a good one. Simon is just mm-hmm. in general like mm-hmm. how good. Like if you watch his vlogs, you'll know. Like he'll just hit band metal like all the time, and then he'll just ace pretty much on command. Like the one he filmed with Nick, Nick Carl, Nick aces. Simon comes up and he's no, like, no. this one's gonna go in I'm gonna or whatever. Stack it up. Yeah, he's gonna stack it up. Aces. Like, I don't think people really understand how it's it's fun. Really hard that is, even though it was a short little it's still like one in a hundred for most of us, chance, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Honestly, it was it's pretty cool. Um as we get closer to the end here, I've got some random non-disc golf to- disc golf oh, topics. If people just want to shut it off, you can. But or no, you can I'm stay to see, this. or this. people can stay to see what what it is we're about to talk so, about. So, guys, this is the end of the show. Talk. That's
2: what you're seeing right now is what me and Matt do after every show. So this just feels like normal, <laughs> even though the cameras and mics are on. This is just like me and Matt. We should, talking casually. We
1: should act like you know we're shutting off the lights and everything. Yeah. yeah hold, on, hold on. Hold sit, on. Sit sit tight for a 2nd You're not going to hear anything. But okay. This is us. We're just sitting in the dark. He gets light because his USB camera is still working. I'll turn him back on. Then he'll be able to hear me again. All the electronics shut you off. Now, yeah. Okay. So that was weird that I did that. But here's, this is random. And this is not <laughs> yeah, even, this is not even disc golf related at all. But I was just thinking for podcasting how weird slash incredible this would be. Go full screen on me for a second. Yep. You ready? Do you see this setup right here? Yeah. How incredible would that be if we just podcasted like that?
3: That would be
1: full recline. If for those who are wondering, it's not. It's like the Lazy Boy of desk setups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole desk setup reclines with you, so you're laying back, looking up at a screen, like just chilled, relaxed.
2: That would be <laughs> like, that would literally be next level. I don't know. I don't were think. Just like. I don't think people would even respond to that well because it it'd be like, oh, I guess the camera position, but it'd be like this. <laughs> like, hey guys. Why do your cheeks look yeah. like wider? People would be like, oh my goodness. Uh, but I think for gaming I think I think that's very beneficial I think it, it, My
1: friends like how does the mouse stay up? Like I was like I don't know. There's a little grip to it maybe or like light magnetism or anyways, we're off topic again, really far off topic. And then the last one, I know my third oldest doesn't stay up to watch the show, but I do want to shout him out. He just won three matches in judo tournament and he has never won one match in this last one he just went off. So congratulations Brady? to my third yeah, Brady dude, judo Congrats, master. Brady. That's awesome. And um, it's fun to watch him trying to throw people on the ground. And the excitement that he has when he got up after doing it was just like epic. Like he's just, here actually I'll show a picture of him. This is family time with Matt now. So see his face. That is his face when After he realized he won his first ever judo match. That's incredible. That is it. I captured it in that moment. He literal surprised. I just did it. So congrats to him. That's awesome. Um, and Ben, you and I specifically, I don't want to leave Evan fully out or Nick, but I feel like you and I are grinding probably the hardest right now to figure out how to be better at disc golf, but maybe throw farther. We're doing a tech disc video. For sure. It's hard to tease it because this is a big production that actually may only be like a short video. But at the end of it all, we are going to have put in months of time and trying to figure this out. Yeah. All I can say is I overdid it. And that's why I'm on this like week off. Because literally from my groin to like behind my shoulder, overdid it. Like between trying hard and then going out and playing team challenge rounds. And it was just too much. So I'm on a little break. But I'm actually going to put down here. I'm going to get rid of one of the couches over there
2: you're gonna put a little
1: and i'm gonna put the net over there so i actually have a full training spot in the basement we can set up cameras dude we could do live if you wanted we could just do live for patreons or whoever
2: that'd be cool just to see how hard we can throw and then and then (laughs) using tech (laughs) disc using yeah yeah, it'd be over in like 10 minutes because then we'll be tired
1: like all right guys speaking of patreon anyone who's actually curious what matt there's a patreon ben yes it's coming it's coming We we have current chat going on in our group right now about the day we're going to schedule before the end of the year to record all day. We're going to record topics that are amazing, so we have a catalog of sweet content to pump out for Patreons on a weekly basis beyond what you're getting here, as well as there'll be other there'll be other perks like when we do special video releases or anything else like you'll get access to all that. And we just would love if you support our show because frankly. I don't know. YouTube doesn't do that many ads. I think we get a starting ad and an ending ad, but like we don't permeate the show with ads usually.
2: Yeah. And so that's a way I for you to think maybe us. after it might be a mid roll ad, but never during the live show unless you did it. True.
1: After not else. during a live show. Yeah. Yep. So I was even thinking for our live viewers, possibly just removing ads altogether. Like, so they don't even have to watch one to get into it. If you watch live, you get the perk. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think that's a, like I said, we, we've had talks about this. We do this out of passion. I, I know you're, do. you're not making... No. Buku, but probably all your whole system. The government
1: considers it a hobby. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah. Like all the equipment you have in here, you're still probably still in the hole. You know what I'm saying? It's I, a lot. I'd say. I'd guess. People don't realize
1: when they until they walk in here. Sometimes a fan of the show will swing by the house for whatever reason, because they're in Maple Hill Maple Hillland, and I live nearby. And they're like, "Can I go see the studio?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then they every time, and I'm not saying it's because we're amazing, but I think it's underplayed. They walk in, and every time, "Whoa, my goodness!" Like, yeah. I had no idea. So we'll have to set up like an, an in-room camera sometime.
2: Yeah. So yeah, we do. We do it out of passion. The Patreon would just be, just yeah, just to extra support, support the show, and that's about it. And well, let me tease this idea. I know we talked about last last week i'm not saying this is officially gonna happen happen but what would y'all think we already talked about the after show if when this show ends comment chat why did you go so blurry i don't know okay when this show ends we go live for like let's say as part of like i'm post-producing
1: the show but like we'll talk in fact now we're getting see this is what happens after the show guys i apologize you're getting all this like random content but I've thought recently, Ben, what if we just did like literal Zoom chat room? Like we're not recording it. It's just now if you are a Patreon and you're in the show, talk, yeah. you just come into the Zoom now and we all just talk and chat and like as I'm working or you're talking, whatever. Like yeah, we can just hang out.
2: Every show, every yeah. show, me and Matt talk for at least 30 minutes. To hour. I was at his house till midnight <laughs> last week so like i think that'd that be so that would be a little cool insight for patreon in addition to the benefits to get like an extra live show of us just being Dude, there's so many being options candid
1: so there's so many options. What,
2: what would y'all think about that
1: yeah that's a good question um so in closing out we don't promise you anything
2: yeah yeah <laughs> love this is all. just a teasing idea yeah, like, I'm just, just comment if you would think that's interesting
1: but no i think it's good um we, we made it through another off-season show, Ben, of two hours. It's incredible. Thanks to Simon, obviously, for coming in for that well over an hour.
2: Yeah, shout out, Simon. That was, that was
1: awesome. I, I washed my hands clean of that. I was like, at 8 o'clock or just past, I was like, okay, got to go. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to stay a little bit longer. Can I say something? <laughs> and it was later, and I'm like, you got to go. He's like, no, I have one more thing. Okay. He's no, about to give you.
2: Natalia the biggest <laughs> spread of food, and she, she's going to be like, oh, this is why. All I right. Love you,
1: Simon. Um, so yeah, we made it to the close out of the show. Nick isn't here. People that were asking in the show, it's because he drove the I don't know if this is private, but he drove the Discraft RV, the one that gets used quite often by Discraft. He drove it back to Michigan, and then he's on a flight back. Uh, He probably landed 20 or 30 minutes ago in Boston area, I'm assuming. Uh, Paige Pierce got married this weekend. Congratulations to her and Alyssa. Uh, That's been a little while coming, and the fact that Paige didn't have to have a boot on and was able to do her wedding that way is awesome. Um, And... We've got more content lined up, but I will say December is going to be kind of sparse. Go back and watch some old ones. Listen to some old ones. I think that's what we're going to eventually get to for because we're going to revamp. We're going to try to figure yeah. out some new looks, maybe some new intros, new outros. We'll see. We're going to try to freshen it up. For There's a
2: exciting things going on here at, at, the, at the Nick and Matt show. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned. I don't really know much, but Matt. <laughs> I don't know, you know much. That's a brainchild of it all. So I, I know I'm excited for it
1: all right cool all right well with that being said everybody uh, nick would say and i can't do it justice it's just something that's missing when he's not here but tell someone you love him uh thanks to cosmic for presenting this episode we appreciate their commitment all year long i think that's it ben you're awesome there's nobody else to say you're awesome too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that might be me. the first. Shout, ben, you're awesome. Shout out to everyone
2: watching. Still, yeah, us even, dude. Great show tonight. Yeah, this was a fun show. So thanks to everyone for watching for real. Um, you're awesome. Thank See you. Later. you.
1: No, all right, peace Bye. out, everybody. The Nick and Matt
0: Show, a disc golf podcast designed for you, the disc golfer. Find the Nick and Matt Show on your favorite podcast platforms or join the conversation live on YouTube.